What's up, everybody? It is Overreaction Monday, November 22nd. Pat had to run right after the show, but we got a good one today. Reaction to the entire Week 11 NFL slate, plus Frank Gore, plus Frank Gore and Darius Butler joined Pat and AJ Hawk to overreact to everything, and Sham Sharanya stops by to give an update on what's going on in the NBA. It's a good one. Let's get to it. Week 11 is almost through. We just got done with an incredible slate of games yesterday. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Where we learned a lot of things, didn't we? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I was watching those games from a closet in the Barclays Center in mm-hmm. Brooklyn on a laptop and a TV that was speaking Spanish to me. And I could the only game I couldn't see with the direct TV package on the laptop and the TV that was showing, you know, the Packers-Vikings game in Spanish on Fox was the Colts-Bills game because, obviously, Ooh. the Jets were playing. Ah, ah sure. So, shout-out to Nick sending me an illegal stream of the game. That was the first mm-hmm. time I did. ever did that. Hey. Pretty nice, right? That's not too bad. I, I don't know how that's ha- allowed. Uh, yeah, was, yeah. Well, it's not. It, well, I'm just saying, I don't know how that happens. I mean, that was a very enjoyable yeah. experience. I would never do it again, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I am a, listen, although I might be considered a pirate of some sort mm-hmm. sure. in the way this life has gone, I will not pirate other people's stuff, especially the NFL. But how the fuck can I not see the Colts-Bills game when I'm paying that much money to DirecTV to log yeah. in online and then all of a sudden, no, it's blacked out here. Well, it's not blacked out here because I can't watch it here because the Jets are on. And the Jets are losing to the Dolphins. Of course. <laughs> so illegal stream that thing. Whatever. We learned a lot yesterday. And then what did we find out? Oh, we still know nothing. Mm-hmm. Who's back? Who's dead? The Cowboys are on a seesaw. The Chiefs, maybe they're back. But once again, is it the Cowboys or is it the Chiefs? How about the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger Ooh, yeah. on Sunday Night Football? Got a chance to watch that game on a flight back from Teterboro, New Jersey, here to Indianapolis, Indiana. That left it about. I don't know, 12.30 in the morning? Jeez. Long Survivor Series last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Diesel. Yeah. I mean, that was a long... I did not expect that. Had to tell the pilots, hey, going to be a little bit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey, going to be a little bit. Hey, hey sorry. It's going to be... I, I didn't expect this either. I'm not even sitting down for a match yet. I'm currently sitting in the crowd talking to the beautiful people in the Barclays Center. I mean, it was absolutely magical. Long night. Watch that game on the flight back, though. Had it downloaded. Had the device ready to go. That game was boring early. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was ugly. The Chargers all the way way back here we go then ben roethlisberger shows that he ain't dead uh-huh. the calls for his demise and immediate departure came way too soon oh yeah because fresh out of his covid cave literally walking into the stadium like he just got out of the hospital his outfit and everything he just literally looked like he was just rolling in out of the hospital he looked a little thinner obviously a little isolation probably reset his mind he was slinging it looked the best oh, he's, oh, he's yeah. looked by far oh, he's yeah. looked the best he's Couple looking years. that fourth quarter got electrifying uh-huh. there very quickly Justin Herbert's an absolute superstar very good a stud they were on a little bit of a schneid there and Brandon Staley rookie head coach we said how's this guy going to handle it how's the introvert Justin Herbert going to handle this they seem to have that thing turned around he is a Monster. Yeah. Rex Ryan was on Get Up this morning. I have a lot of respect for Rex Ryan talking about the NFL. I mean, you guys can say what you want about Rex Ryan. Let your jokes fly. Rex Ryan this morning said he's the best quarterback in the NFL. And uh, they said, why? Greeny said, well, why is that, Rex? <laughs> and Rex said, uh, well, who's the best quarterback in the fourth quarter? 
Uh, it's Justin Herbert. Who's the uh, – oh, and then in the third quarter, he falls – he says he's the number two quarterback in the third quarter. Mm. So it's like in the third and fourth quarter when the game matters in Rex Ryan's eyes, he is the best quarterback, whatever. Last night, fourth quarter, looked like old Roethlisberger was back in. Oh, that's right. right. But Justin Herbert answered that team might be all the way back. Austin Eckler scores four touchdowns. Yeah. Way to go. Damn, Austin Eckler actually scored 41 points for himself in fantasy. Wow. Ah, that was awesome to hear a player say, yeah, actually, I fucking won. <laughs> Here and – in that fantasy league, mm-hmm. because of me. He's probably dunking on people saying, I just did that yep. to you, fuck you, whatever the case. And that would be the big story of the weekend. Lamar Jackson out. Oh, huh? no. What's going on with Lamar Jackson? He was practicing, and then he's gone again. And then he said he's curled up in a ball on a plane over there. And as soon, Darius Butler tweeted this, who we'll be talking to in the third hour today. He said as soon as he saw that walk, I think as soon as we saw Lamar Jackson walk into that stadium, there was a little bit of a limp, obviously some discomfort, head down, shoulders seemed to be a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. That guy isn't playing at all. Huntley's going to come in. He's going to play against the Bears. going to win. Of course. Bears going to win that game, right? Fields. Yeah. I mean, no, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Kidney? Jackson. No, they're definitely going to. They did. No, come no, on. Now the Bears lost. Uh, maybe Huntley's the next guy. He might maybe be. He, with a dry draft coming up for quarterbacks, and I guess a veteran free agency period that's going to go. Maybe Huntley is going to be a guy that's going to draw some interest from teams that need a quarterback, or maybe. Hey, the Bears stink. Yeah. Oh, no. Dead in the water. Oh, bad. my. Andy Dalton. I mean, Andy he dropped, was Andy dropped an absolute mm-hmm. dime, okay? And Justin Fields, there's been sparks of greatness or whatever. But Khalil Mack is a city. I mean, there's... They're, it's blowing up. Yeah. And Justin Fields is a rookie. What's going to happen if you can't get the, a win against that Baltimore team out of nowhere? Maybe, I mean, maybe Huntley's the guy. I might be completely wrong. Sure. Baltimore Ravens still a good team. Like, mm-hmm. Let's not get crazy. There, there has to be a team around that. But that's a tough loss for the Bears. And maybe that's a story. But the story after week 11 Sunday, and I'm not saying this just strictly because I was grossly overpaid by this team. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, I'm not, I'm not saying this out of the bias that the money that was given to me from that particular place built, literally built this office yeah. and everything that's going on. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that because the man who owns that team has like literally just said, hey, Pat, you need my... Uh, my G75? <laughs> yeah. Just go ahead and have a bite. Like, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the Colts are a fucking wagon right That's now. That's right. Yeah. And the reason why is because they found their identity. Mm-hmm. In their identity. And although Two Springs is going to make a play or two, and I appreciate him for doing that. And I think his energy is great for the team, and his aura is fantastic. You talk to anybody that's in that building, they're like, hey, when Carson's around, you know, like it, you like you feel the Carson Wentz effect. That's why when it got ugly at Philadelphia, I assume it was very uncomfortable mm-hmm. because normally Carson's a a big energy guy. Jonathan Taylor's the fucking MVP. Unbelievable. He gets introduced last at games. It's his second year. Carson Wentz is the quarterback. We went to the game against the Jets. Prime time. Offense got introduced. Big Quentin Nelson, big pop. Jack Huge. Doyle from Indianapolis, been around a long time, big pop. T.Y. Hilton. Wasn't playing. Uh-huh. He probably would have won out last, and it would have been a big, big one. But nonetheless, Carson Wentz won out. I thought it was over. No, no. Jonathan Taylor comes out last. And all of Indianapolis goes bananas because as soon as we started seeing this animal, this freak show, this beast who got accepted into Harvard. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Track guy fast, yeah. incredibly tough, 
is not scared to run motherfuckers over. Like, enjoys. As soon as we saw him start get the lion's share of the ball this earlier this season, because last year it was uh, running back by committee. Jonathan Taylor was there, and there was big, I mean, there was moments that were happening. But then Naeem Hines would get in there, and he would do his thing. Marlon Mack would be in there. And then there was a guy named Wilkins that would get in there. And it was kind of running back by committee. Phillip Rivers threw the ball to the tight end a lot. They ran the ball, got to the playoffs. Defense was good. How you doing? Keep it moving. What are we doing this year? Then all of a sudden, Marlon Mack's up for trade. Jonathan Taylor's going to start getting the ball because we drafted him high, and we've seen that he's and he is the guy. Yeah. Whenever they feed him, he has less touches than Derrick Henry, by the way. Although Derrick Henry has played three less games at this point than uh, old JT Jonathan Taylor, um, he's unfucking believable. So good. Five touchdowns yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we can talk about Odom and the defense making Josh Allen look very amateur yesterday. I, I don't know what's going on with the Buffalo Bills. They seem to be on a little bit of a seesaw. Come and go. How you doing? Keep it moving. One week to the next, you don't know what's going to happen. But is that because them playing against the Colts? And the Colts are very hot right now. Yeah, Everything is running through that offensive line in Jonathan Taylor. And Carson Wentz is very capable with a great play action to make a lot of plays to whoever he has to. Found T.Y. early yesterday. I'm like, I like that that's building. The Colts right now and the Patriots. Damn right. Are the two teams. Now, the Chiefs could come back. We will see if they're, they're all the way back. We know they're going to be in it late. The Chiefs, with all the talent and the history and everything, we know they're going to be in it late. And we're week 11 right now of an 18-week season, so there's still a lot to be figured out. We know the Chiefs will be there. But right now, it feels like the Colts and the Pats are the two hottest teams. At Boston Connor sitting here. Mm-hmm. The Colts are unstoppable. Very good. Rex Ryan said this morning, and I thought it was good uh, um, um, analysis. Nice. Oh. Nice. Rexy. Well, I almost said dialysis, but it's not. This is not. Same thing, right? No, because I was going to say diagnosis. There you go. But it, it was analysis on the football team that is the Buffalo Bills. He said that, hey, it feels like when the Bills have to play a finesse team, they're okay. Mm -hmm. They're good. But whenever they have to play a team, a bruising team, like the Pats, Uh like the Colts, like the Ravens. I mean, those are three AFC teams there that are probably going to be around in the end, even if they're winning games without Lamar. The Titans, I mean. Ah, Titans lost to the Texans. That's also very big news. They did. Because the Titans were, huh? Then Derrick Henry, and then they're still, huh? And they're doing very, very well. And we're talking, I'm like, Mike Vrabes might be the coach of, Eternity, yeah, absolutely. With what he's able to do, win games. They have the most people on IR and everything they're going. But right now in the AFC South, the Colts are just fucking. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it feels like you're naturally going to potentially fall off whenever you lose an MVP candidate that's a running back like Derrick Henry, who was 85 or 75, one or the other percent of their offense. Yep. So you're going to fall off, and they get that win the week afterwards, which is insane, and they sign Adrian Peterson, who I have the utmost respect for, but it just feels like the Titans may be, because of a devastating injury to the most important position on their team, mm-hmm. which is going to happen, and you try to get depth, but how can you get depth for Derrick Henry? There's only fucking one of them. So I feel like they're going down. Oh, Colts are going up. Big time. <laughs> big time. How long? There's another seven weeks in this season, yeah. and then the real football starts to matter, and you talk about the Patriots, who are also incredibly hot. They're they're sitting at third right now in the AFC, seven and four. They say, hey, as we get later in the season, this is when the games matter. Mm-hmm. As things change, they stay the same. Connor, 
it's going to be Patriots Colts at some point in the playoffs, and I can't wait for that fucking day. Bro. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute bloodbath, Pat. And you know the Bills, they stink just like the Titans do. And well, the best part uh, about the Pats and the Colts, they got the defense, they got the run game, both things that travel. It doesn't really matter where you play. Obviously, right now the Pats are looking at the one seed basically because Tennessee is actually coming to town next week to play the Patriots. So I mean, there's a lot of very important football these next five weeks, and then obviously both the Pats and the Colts off a of bye playing here in Indy. I mean, the season's heating up. It is electric. And who is cooling off? Hmm. Is it the Green Bay Packers? Oh, no. That no. Ty oh, Schmidt sitting here, an oh, owner of the Green Bay Packers. And Ty, we learned this last week, as a shareholder of the owner mm-hmm. uh, of the Packers, you are not allowed to say anything disparaging no. about the NFL or Roger Goodell can fine you. Even if you have a $35 investment in the Packers mm-hmm. or a $1,000 investment in the Packers, Roger Goodell can fine you $500,000 if you are. That's right. So with that in mind. Your thoughts on how the Green Bay Packers yesterday? I mean, Aaron made some throws late, started mm-hmm. out a little bit rough. The toe seems to be a real yeah. thing. We made an entire hashtag mocking the toe. Yeah. Yes. What happened to the toe? Now we're learning. This seems like a real deal. What the fuck happened? We'll ask him more. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to give us an answer. He didn't last week. And what happened to the toe? I guess we'll find out. But Kirk Cousins and the Vikings Whew. at home. Justin Jefferson, Thielen, that defense. I mean, you're talking about Kirk Cousins slinging it. Yes. What a game for the Vikings yesterday. Absolutely. Primetime Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson, for sure. Kirk Cousins' balls float in the air for fucking 45. It's amazing. He should have thrown five interceptions yesterday, but it's just amazing. Wow, one for certain. Yeah, exactly. I mean, one for certain. Exactly. But they just. Savage, what happened? Catch the ball. Stay bots. Listen, not only that, just catch the ball. Finish the catch. Well, and he had one earlier that was kind of on a Mickey. I mean, you know, helmet to helmet, but you know, when you slow down, it's a lot easier to call that. They just they can't all three phases can't play good at the same time. That's kind of what it is. I mean, we've been sucking off their defense for the last four weeks, saying you know these, these guys are the best ever, and then we play the divisional game on the road, and you know they look. Like, I mean, Justin Jefferson had over a hundred yards receiving in the first quarter. The offense didn't look good in the first half, but I think the big takeaway is that you could see they started to kind of get into a little bit of a groove in that second half. Rodgers, we talked about it before the show, like, he flipped the switch. Yes. It's like, okay, we, we, I mean, we, we're not going to get fucking blown out here. Like, we need to start putting some points on the board. And when he kind of flipped that switch, you could tell, like, it, it, it did look different. Their offense looked much different. 23-10, third quarter. I forget how much time, but it was. Uh, I wrote it down in the notes mm-hmm. because he threw it to Devonte twice on that drive, and yep. then he ran one, and then he ended up throwing a touchdown. There was a pass interference, I think, or something mm-hmm. that got him down there. But whatever, that drive, his first pass to Devonte, it looked like he. It was a different. It was a different, just like vibe to it. Yeah, and it looked like he was like, okay, here we go. Now we got to play because it didn't look great. There were some passes he missed that, oh, yeah. he, that he doesn't normally. There was a couple of decisions that were made that were kind of like late decisions that he wouldn't normally make. So I think. I think we're all wondering what was going on and then boom they got going and i thought we all saw this movie before mm-hmm. and i think vikings fans knew it too i think vikings fans were even thinking oh here we fucking go dalvin cook actually said i went down on the one thing because i couldn't give the ball back to aaron Rodgers." Yeah. everybody knew who was on the other sideline and i think that drive with Devonte and then the touchdown all of minnesota potentially took a break from the those things and then, uh, oh, 
Skull. They were like, Skull. Then he started throwing it. Like, oh, oh, shit. shit. This is going to happen again, isn't it? And it didn't. No. Nope. Now that pick should have happened from Savage, and we all know what would have happened if that pick counts. We go into commercial break. I'm celebrating, by the way. Super boost. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mason Crosby's back. The super boost is now on a heater. Gumpy, heat check. We're hot. Let's go. But then during the break, and I didn't have a sound on. It was in Spanish, so mm-hmm. I did have the sound on, but I needed Zito because I couldn't, I couldn't understand a word <laughs> they were saying. I just heard celebration, elation. And I'm like, we're fucking super boost. I FaceTime Gumpy. I'm like, we did it. Yeah. Hey, we did it. We're back. How did you know, Gumpy? I almost started asking. Like, how did you know with the the turns in this mm-hmm. game? Whenever you watch these games, you know, and you and you bet on most of them. Mm-hmm. And I thought this while I was in the league. I have no. I had no idea how I was going to kick week to week. I, I had no idea where the ball was going. Hey, how do you guys feel this week or whatever? I'd get asked by maybe a friend. I'm like, I have no fucking idea, dude. I have no clue how I'm going to do. I don't think anybody has a clue how they're. Everybody's hoping. They're preparing. But to go out and execute, you have to do it every single time. You have to go watching some of these games. You, it's hard not to just. And maybe it was a little snoopid or sitch that I was on or whatever. But I was thinking to myself, how does anybody fucking know what's going to happen in any of these games? In literally any of them. The great teams lose to the terrible teams. Mm-hmm. And then the great teams become good teams. And then all of a sudden, these teams heat back up and become incredible. And then for whatever reason, maybe one particular Sunday, they're the worst team of all time. And then they're back the next week. None of it makes sense at all. But that Packers-Vikings game, it seemed as if it was just all lining up for the super boost celebration we were supposed to have with the Green Bay Packers money line being boosted from minus 120, I think, to plus 100, Mm -hmm. whatever it was, a completely different game, and we're going to get going. And then all of a sudden, on the other side, Kirk Cousins takes advantage of the opportunity and wins that thing. Yeah, well, and like, you know, I mean, in hindsight, you think, like, on that last drive, all, I mean, the Packers scored too quick, but you're not thinking, like, you know, I mean, I... I yeah, on one play, I actually did think that. It, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, I was it's like, oh, okay, yeah. here they go. Like, they're going to milk the clock a little bit and score on this drive. And, yeah, you're never thinking, like, oh, shit, you can't... You cannot give Kirk Cousins this much time because it was whoa, before, whoa, 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 it was before whoa, 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 the two-minute uh, yeah, warning. You, you know what we mean. You know what we mean. Well, I'm just, I mean, like, they... I, this guy has shown that, like, he, he should have either thrown two picks on that last drive. They should have went three and out. I mean... Pulling horseshoes out of his ass, that's fine. It's going to happen every once in a while. But then also, Jeez. like, the Packers are so injured. I just wonder at what point that becomes, like, something they can't overcome. Elton Jenkins tore his ACL. He's their second best lineman. Like, he's been filling in for Bakhtiari. Like, that's massive. He, and Aaron took a big shot on that play. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on that play, I think that was when he got up and started limping. Mm-hmm. And his I, toe now is, like, a legit, very serious concern. Like, if something could what happen is with that. It? And How'd that I, happen? No clue. How did it? Did he stub his well, toe on the back? Why won't he tell us? Well, that's the thing. Why, why is he misleading? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I do wonder what it is, though. Toe is very annoying. And before half, I assume they were sending him back in to either get a shot or yeah. some sort of thing. Yeah. They, they never thought he was going to get the ball back. And then he's standing there with 18 seconds. And Jordan Love's taking a knee with three timeouts. And everybody's like, what the fuck's going on? Well, he's probably going in to get the shot. And then all of a sudden, the defense gets – I mean, that was a pretty <laughs> quick turnaround. Oh, right? yeah. Nobody could expect they were getting No, for sure. And I also fear that, I mean, I, I don't know what, like, you can talk about the operation and everything, but, like, the Packers special teams is a fucking problem. Like, Mason Crosby makes a 54-yarder and then misses a chip shot. Like, it, it just, you don't, 
it, it, it's to the point now where every time he goes out there, it really is like you feel it's 50-50 if he's going to make it or not. It's a shame. I said you, I, I declared him back. Yeah, yeah, so did I, right after the 54-yarder. And then TBD. Yeah. Because it was actually a good op on the one he missed. He just hit it fat. And then then I like think obviously always optimistically because this guy's been around a long time mm-hmm. and just made a 54-yarder. It's like, okay, maybe this is the first one that's actually been on him. You know, maybe it just happened at a terrible time. Or maybe it is hit or miss right now. Maybe he is in a little bit of his own head because he doesn't know what's going to happen with the snap and the hold. I looked at a couple, and there's a ball, like, floating up here. I mean, it's an interesting – I don't know how that snapper is – that's a long leash. I, I, I think yeah, for sure. I think that this snapper is – but I don't know how many well, and other snappers that's are That's the thing is, like, before – before they cut the guy who was there, like it didn't really like it may not have been great, but it didn't really seem like there's an issue. And then all of a sudden they cut him, bring in this guy at the practice squad, and now like it's just Mason's hell in a handbag. Yeah, six of thirteen. He's missed nine kicks this year. Jeez. Like that's that's a lot of fucking missed kicks, especially for, for a guy who doesn't do that. Well, in a team that's all the way at the top. Speaking right. of mm-hmm. another team that's at the top, I mean. Colt McCoy, what? Holy, Holy shit. Hey, Colt McCoy still mm-hmm. got Colt McCoy and I, I think, same draft class. Uh, maybe he was a year older, a year younger. I'm not sure. We're in the same mm-hmm. area. In Texas. I mean, it, it, okay. he was so goddamn good at Texas. Oh, yeah. That Marty wrote a song about him getting hurt at the end and saying, shouldn't have won out like that. Oh. That's a real story. Remember Marty told us that? Oh, that's right. Marty Mar- Smith? Marty, Marty Smith and mm-hmm. Marty and McGee. Yep. Oh, that's right. And they are going to be down to Coast Carolina. Uh, yeah, Beach. 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 Yep. Yeah. Get your tickets now, actually. And Marty has some of the finest hair oh, on yeah. television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And McGee has one of the best act. Not that Marty doesn't. McGee has one of the best accents going. Oh. Uh-huh. And congrats to McGee on his new deal. Hey, right. hey, that boy McGee. I don't know if Marty and McGee know, but they got big fans over there. That's right. over here. Marty gave us a great interview from a yeah. Starbucks one day, and he said he actually wrote A because his internet was down to his house, which I can understand. Uh-oh. That happens. What's going on? Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. I, I, so my a house I currently do own still has black mold all over it, so I had to move out immediately. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, so moving out of that house into another house, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like you got to redo all the fucking everything. Oh, yeah. everything. Uh-huh. It's a project. My wife is kicking ass. Hey, Sam, you're the best, dude. Hey, Sam, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. You're the absolute best. Plus, with a 10-hour Survivor Series. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, football season. Do you know who has the egg? Huh? Do you know Cleopatra's egg? Where is it? Did you take the egg? Is it Gal? You got the egg. How come? Kale has it. How come? K.O. doesn't have it. He, K.O.'s a clown. No, what the hell is that guy yeah. doing? Huh? I like it. I like what he did. It was fuck the raw team. Cadbury eggs. Smackdown didn't win it all. They oh, come on. That's a good point. Well, geez, take what? it easy. It is almost Easter. Reese's <laughs> ones. The, um, they never had me on a microphone when the egg, the egg thing was happening. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a shame. Miss. That's a shame. Oh, I wish I would have been on there. I was always off the headset. Oh. I was actually sprinting to the bathroom normally. And when the first video ran, I said, is Vince McMahon on the fucking show? And then I turned around. And I saw a big jump. Vince McMahon's on the there. show. Here we go. What is this about? A $100 million egg. I can't find the egg. Of huh? course. <laughs> of course. That's of course what's happening. And then yeah. every time I got off the microphone, they carried it on anymore. Anyways. Marty from the Starbucks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he, Marty's got Gold the egg. McCoy. Marty does not have the egg. Okay. Marty he McGee. loves the egg bowl, though. No. He does he love does. the egg bowl. Hey, does. Mississippi, Mississippi State. It's a great week. fucking yeah. egg. Right. Right. Hey, good luck. Hey, get them cowbells Go out. Get them. Oh, yeah. 
be Anyways, Marty covered uh, NASCAR and college football mm -hmm. for either ESPN <laughs> and Fox. I forget who it was, but he was a massive Colt McCoy fan. And when Colt got hurt or something like that, or however it ended with Texas, I don't recall. Yeah, national championship. He wrote a song about how he went out, and he said, like, he's a big fan. I guess it's that's how much Colt was, mm -hmm. like, a cult hero yeah. yeah colt mccoy this guy texas where you know who knows what they they just lost to west virginia yeah hey you Can't, guys stink they got dude. beat by kansas the week before you guys stink hey arch don't go there dude yeah no, you can't arch, worry our arch will start as a 17 year old there yeah. i assume with the sarkeesian offense that's an nfl made offense mm -hmm. and arch will tear it up peyton told me on the monday night manning cast that arch is going to west virginia mm -hmm. there you go west virginia texas in my mind was deemed the arch manning bowl sure. mm -hmm. where's arch going we beat him somehow and our team's not beating a lot of people. I mean, we beat them. Yeah. Like, we we went. And maybe this will catapult the boys in the mountains to keep uh, going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But whatever the case, Texas stinks now. They yeah. weren't always like that. No. Mm -hmm. And Colt McCoy was a guy. He's drifted around. He's been on Washington. Oh, I think yeah. he's been on, like, five mm -hmm. different teams maybe. Been Giants a last year. I think he's beloved, by the way. Yeah. If you look at any of the videos coming out of Arizona from behind the scenes with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler from before this season and everything like that, he's out there doing it. Cliff Kingsbury and the boys out there in the desert, Fourth largest city in America? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Phoenix? Phoenix. Yep. About to be third. It's growing. They just beat the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Yeah. And Russell Wilson looked terrible. You take away that long ball to tie at the end there, his numbers would have been garbage. Yeah. Brutal. And Russ, this is a couple weeks in a row now with Russell Wilson. Now, I, the conversation should be around the Cardinals and how good. Hey, congrats. Shout out to the Cardinals. Yeah, shout out. Good win. I love when an owner literally takes his plane and goes all in and spends a lot of money and says, hey, we want to win now. We would like to do this. We have a cool city. We have a great stadium. We have a team. We got a quarterback that's on uh, face. 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 With Brawny, who had his first game, he had a yield. Oh, block. yeah. Why are they wearing the masks? Are they required to wear the masks? They, uh, they must. They must be. And why are they wearing them as a... Uh, as a bib? Yeah, I don't understand that. Like yeah, it doesn't game? make sense. Yeah, yeah. His whole team was wearing them. On the court, yeah. I assume something LeBron's getting paid to do or something. Whatever they get. I love that Arizona has recognized what they have and gone all in. Mm-hmm. With that being said, are the Seahawks fucking dead? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what does the future look We're like? We're starting uh, Pete Carroll's history and with the Seahawks. Well, and then what is Pete Carroll, um, somebody, maybe Ian Rappaport. Uh, this is from Mike, Michael Sean Duggar. Duggar? Duggar. At Mike Duggar. Okay. Well, that's first, at least in my time covering the team. Pete Carroll, after about seven minutes, just said, I'm done. Stop fielding questions and walked off the podium. Whoa. Respect. Uh, he said no more. And you got to remember, Pete Carroll is a guy that whenever people travel around to teams to tell teams how they should speak to the media, and they have focus groups that watch these press conferences that coaches and players do, and there's a little line on the screen. I think his name was Frank Luntz traveled around to all these teams. To talk. He was a focus group expert on this. Mm -hmm. wow. And NFL players are supposed to act like fucking politicians, I guess, in his <laughs> mind, which made no sense to me ever. We're not running for a position of power. Why do we have to speak like these fucking stooges? But I didn't have enough power to ask these questions to a man that was wearing hilarious shoes, and I'd learned about through via sociology in college because he is like a focus group guru mm. or whatever. He had focus groups like hit a thumbs up or a thumbs down 
while this conversation was going on. And it was a red line if a player, like somebody said, like, oh, I'm not doing it, kiss my ass or something. And it was like red line. That's not a good way to talk. <laughs> Pete Carroll was like the example of these green lines that were just going, going, going up, up, up. There was nobody else that we were shown that was anywhere near as positive with the listeners or the focus group uh, than Pete Carroll. So for him to be at a point here, seven minutes in, going, I'm out, because that's red. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. This guy doesn't want to face the consequences of yeah. what's going on. Boom, 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 boom. You never see that out of Pete Carroll, ever. And with the offseason drama that there was, and we know there was a meeting in North Dakota, of all fucking places, mm -hmm. where the Bears tried to get the Seahawks. And we asked, yeah. we said, hey, kumbaya right now. Remember, they were in that press conference. It was Schneider. It was Pete Carroll. And it was Russ. Hey, Mr. Unlimited mm -hmm. here. We don't like each other. <laughs> they did that. Oh, yeah. They beat the hell out of the Colts mm -hmm. in that first week. And then they gone on to have success, or success. But we asked, like, what happens if they don't have success? And they change his offense from uh, let Russ cook. And he will no longer be able to be remembered as a top five player of all time, which is allegedly what he wanted to be remembered as. And he has his team. And he works like a Wolverine. And he doesn't know if the Seattle Seahawks have the same mindset he has. And he saw what happened with Tom. And he knows that if he goes somewhere else, he could potentially be better allegedly this is all bullshit alleged stories that had to have had some truth to it or there wouldn't have been a meeting in fargo north dakota that's yes. right so we are now in the the, the time where they stink mm -hmm. yeah and is it because of his injury? Is he not all the way back? Is it because the Seattle Seahawks are kind of look disinterested, have no real inspiration? Do we not have clear eyes and full hearts anymore? What is going on in Seattle? And I know we should be talking about the positive with the Cardinals winning with a backup quarterback against the Seattle Seahawks in a massive divisional game. But what is up with the Seahawks, you think, Ty? I think they do. I mean... At this point, you almost have to blow it up after the season. I think. Oh Russell, no, he's Russell's, seventy-five years old. Russell's oh, already. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, I would imagine Pete because I think it was Rapshi told us last week that he like Pete's not rebuilding. He's not sticking around for a rebuild. Like I could see him maybe going and coaching somewhere else, but it looks like Russell came back too early, and he kind of had to because if they don't start winning games with the Cardinals and the Rams in their division, and now the 49ers starting to heat up, like mm -hmm. they needed to win and they needed to win right away. And you can tell like, he just, he's just not ready to be back yet. Like it was a valiant effort to put in all that rehab and shit like that. But like, he's just not ready to be out there yet. And it's, Pretty fucking obvious. You got Colt McCoy beating the Seahawks. You got Huntley beating the Bears. Yeah. Wild. Both those teams were trying to trade for quarterbacks there. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is the deal in Seattle? Now, let's go to Tone Diggs, yeah. our COVID Cowboy. Sure. And, Tone, we, we touched on it earlier, the Pittsburgh Steelers-Chargers game. But, you know, I, we didn't dive into it fully because I do believe it's a good conversation to be had. Mm -hmm. Because Ben Roethlisberger was dead. Yeah. yeah. Then he gets COVID, something that could have made him. Dead. dead survived. Uh, hey, hey, hey nice job, Ben. Quicker than anyone in. Well, he self-reported it. He yeah. did come back quicker than anybody. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger was like a Wolverine working 19 hours a day to beat that COVID. Yeah, That's right. great healer. And we do. He is a great healer. One of the best healers of all time. Uh huh. He looked very good. Yeah, he did. Naj took a massive shot, oh. cleared somehow concussion protocols, <laughs> and got back out there. Special teams with a massive block. Good. Right up the gut. Down two scores. Need something. Need a boost. Special teams will do that. You need a spark. Special teams get a big return. Massive block. Maybe a, 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 an incredible tackle, a shot on the sideline. There is something. The, the play don't care who make it. Mm -hmm. And I think in... Last night's game, it was a special teams block. It was. And it looked like Ben was good. 
How do you feel as a Steelers fan knowing you lost to a very talented Charger squad? Justin Herbert seems to be back. They seem to be back into what we thought they were going to be all along before they hit their little schneid there. Uh, are you optimistic or are you thinking, oh, well, no, we suck, we're dead? No, I, I think after last night it was actually more of an optimistic thing because of how the offense played. The defense was always going to play bad last night. They're missing five of their top six starters on defense. Cam's the only, only guy in there really who – does anything at all. Hey, Cam Hayward's a fucking beast. Yeah. They, they yeah. were showing the highlight, and I didn't get to watch it live, obviously, but I show I saw it on the internet. And the tweet was about, like, people forget Justin Herbert, 4'6". I guess yeah. that was said a bunch of times. because yeah, it, it was said all over the internet, all over the place. Ten and a half was his over-under. We might need to put him in the Danny Dimes yeah, conversation, yeah. which is happening tonight against Tampa, by the way. Danny always seems, in these primetime games, to rush for the over. Yes. <laughs> Just he's running for his life. He's doing that. Justin Herbert, though, this guy's fast. He's running. He's doing this. He's doing that. He got tackled by Cam fucking Hayward. About it, 60 yards downfield. Yeah, yeah, this dude's 300 pounds. He, he's a D tackle, and everybody's talking about this run by Justin Herbert, this run by Justin Herbert. I'm like, that gigantic fucking man just caught him that far down the field, and then he punches him right in the yep. fucking stomach. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. What's that all about? Well, I don't know. A lot of people weren't happy with Cam about that, but you know what? I don't give a shit. It's football. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. That's not football. What do you mean it's not football? Hey, in between the whistles. So Listen, when you're right. oh, we don't need to throw big right hands in the sternums of quarterback. When you're raising a blue collar, Tom. That's football. And I get these LA folk who didn't like that. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. But where I come from, that's fucking football. Anyways, Cam the- had to be thinking something, by the way. Like well, Justin Herbert even said it. He was like, I haven't seen it. He's a tough player. Football is an emotional game. Whatever happened, happened. Let's move on. And I assume the coach is saying, whatever, yeah, whatever happened, happened. Just like the Mac Jones situation, yes. mm-hmm. where Matt Rule was like, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I got to stick up for my guys. And Max said, I thought he had the ball. There had to be something that Cam Hayward, Cam Hayward's. Hall of Fame conversation player. There had to be something that happened. I would just assume that he was fucking sick and frustrated Bro, about I being the only him. guy who seemed Herbert. to making any plays on the defense and chasing Herbert around. All I can't believe life. he didn't shatter Herbert's ribs with that vicious shot, too. He, yeah. I mean, he, he wound up and he delivered yeah. a blow. That was Tyson worthy, that blow. It's he devastated. He cocked it all the way back. Uh-huh. Jimmy Smith said that about a happy Corbin punch last night. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? He cocked it all the way back. And I was like, oh, I got to. He did cock. <laughs> <laughs> he did cock it all the way back. All right, let's get to a break. We got Frank Gore on the other side. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited to talk to Frank Gore. We got Frank Gore here in this hour. Then AJ Hawk, obviously, in the next hour. Okay. Shams Farania. Oh, Shams. Yeah, LeBron punched the guy right in the fucking eye. Yeah, you know Kick him out of the league. No, that was a punch. Yeah. Yeah, that was vicious. Get him out. There's no room for that. AD said, AD said, LeBron turned and said, I didn't mean to do that. And then Isaiah did what he did. I mean, get the fuck out of the league, basically, is what everybody was saying about (laughs) Isaiah. Yeah. 20-year-old guy, I guess, lost his cool. We'll talk to Sean Sharani about it. Is LeBron James trying to beat down younger players so he can remain on top? Or... Was there a little hand jousting that got a little feisty and LeBron still has it? Maybe you shouldn't dance with the king if you don't want a left to the eye. Give it a rest. What? I mean, LeBron is a huge Luka Garza fan who's getting his minutes eaten up by this guy. He's sitting on Detroit's bench. He's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to fucking punch this guy in the face. Let's get Garza 12 more minutes. Yeah, because okay. LeBron actually watched him in Iowa. He did. And he was he like, did. holy shit. I'd like to share the court with this Yeah, guy. he was angling to get him to L.A. It didn't work out for whatever reason. But. And that's why when the guy started running LeBron, LeBron actually backed up. And he said, what, bitch? He just like, uh-huh. kept backing up. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to fight <laughs> What did Gilbert Arena say? Pack all of your shit. Yeah. <laughs> you are getting traded 
out of here. Yeah, he's like, you're, you're going to probably be playing in Budapest next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't be fighting LeBron. Like, no, you can't. No, 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 no. Now, granted, the blood was a real It vision, was. Yeah. But the sprint back on there. Uh, by the way, I love it. Hey, let's go. And who was – there was a guy on the Lakers who was – and I think Russ got in there Westbrook, too. Yeah. yeah, but there, the other dude, big tall guy. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan just standing there, just literally standing there as this guy is sprinting with 10 people. <laughs> what was DeAndre Jordan about to do? He was going to sleep that fucking guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a lot of reach. He oh. wasn't worried about it. I do no. love the move of, yeah, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Get the fuck over here. Get it. That's awesome. Well, We've DeAndre – DeAndre knew if that guy got LeBron, LeBron was getting slept, so he had to nah, get that. We got Now that the world's opening back up, so many new thrills are on the horizon. Okay. And whether you've been in a relationship for years or just getting started, we're excited to get back out there and meet new people. Hell yeah. When the moment comes, it's not come too quick. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. That is not what they had in their copy. Okay. <laughs> they should. That was, I think they're going in a different direction. So let's go back a sentence or two. Okay. Okay. When you, when the moment comes, you want to be ready. Hell That's yeah. true. Yeah. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, Ooh. all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Once you take care of that, though, you get the Roman swipes. And guess what? Ha! Huh. Last a long time. Banging up, banging up, banging up. Yeah, it's Pete Alonzo at the all <laughs> yes. at the home run derby. That's right. Dingers. Round time. Bingo. Dave Her Population you, dude. Hell yeah. Roman ready equals confidence. The confidence that you know you can rise to the occasion in the moment. We're looking at the Summer of Love 2021 version, and Roman wants to make sure you can participate in your way. Whether that be as a single person or a couple who would still rather stay in with each other, a U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. Okay. That's huge. Free? The shipping's free. Wow. I believe. Not the... Not the medication. Yeah, free no. two-day shipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go to GetRoman.com slash McAfee today, and if you're prescribed, you can get 50% off your first month of ED treatment. Okay. That's G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com slash M-C-A-F-E-E. And if you're prescribed, you can get 50% off your first month of erectile dysfunction treatment. Make sure you're ready to have the confidence and control this summer. Roman ready. Joining us now, a man from the U, uh, number three overall rusher in the history of the NFL, a uh, former teammate of mine, and about to beat the shit out of an ex-NBA player in his first boxing match, ladies and gentlemen, Frank Gore. Yeah! Hey, let's go! Pat, what's up, baby? What are you doing? Are you training in there? You got to kick somebody's ass, huh? I just got done, man. How you doing? How long have you been boxing, Frank? Huh? How long have you been boxing? Man, for a while, man. I've been I've been doing it since late 2000, 2005, 2006. So you're a seasoned vet at this thing? You're going to kill this guy, Frank. Um, you know, I it's my first time really like training in, um like a real camp, man, but you know, he also um got MMA background and you know, we'll see, man. 
Hey, the game misses you. Hey, Pat, you know I've been, I've been busting my ass, though, bro. I'm not going to lie. Well, I think anybody that's ever been a teammate uh, alongside you knows, like, okay, Frank is a workhorse. You literally are a workhorse. Even 15 years in the – 13 years in the NFL, it was like, hey, you can feed this guy – 50 times again, and he's not going to wear pads either. No pads, <laughs> no socks, soccer cleats on, oldest helmet in the game, and he's going to try to run your fucking ass over, Frank. You already know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you missed the game. The game misses you. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm being real, Pat. Before I retire, before I left the game, I won't say I retired yet, but before I left, man, you know, you've you been around me. You know how much I love it, man. I used to be, when, when I knew the time was like, about to come to an end, man, I used to be fucking scared. I'm not going to lie, man. Um, you know, because I didn't know, like, I thought, you know, I, I fucking be missed. I thought I'd go crazy without, without playing ball. But now, bro, I feel so good, man. I don't even miss it. Um, I've been I've been uh, getting a chance, you know, to be, with my, be around my little kids and Pop Warner. Also, my, um, my, my, my son and also myself, son, you know, going to college game, man. So, I've been enjoying life, man. And also, you know, I'm still getting a chance to compete December 18th. Um, something new, but I've always been doing it. But I can't, you know, I'm looking forward to it. The challenge, man. I respect Darren. You know, um, like I said, whoever get in the ring, I feel I feel like they got some type of toughness in them. And, you know, um, great dude. And I'm looking forward to have a good time December 18, man. Hey, well, congrats on finding happiness yeah. in retirement. Can't wait to watch your fight. Go ahead. This is AJ Hawk, by the way, Frank. You are. Uh, What's up, AJ? Yeah, you AJ, hey, we don't we don't bump heads a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was not fun on, on my end, Frank. I want to tell you that for sure. I, a ton of respect for you and everything that you, you do. But is nah, this boxing? Hey, same, same here, though, man. You was a smart player, physical, you know. But you know, we was going at it when, when it was uh, Green Bay. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. It is, how about this boxing? Is it almost? Not taking place the football, but do you see like a future? Are you gonna? Are you looking at fights down the road after this first one? Um, I don't know, man. Right now, I'm enjoying it. You know, I got a great team with me. Um, um great, great, great guys and girls in the gym with me who who help me and want to see me do good, man. It's like, you know, when you when you when you leave when you leave football, it's like the team like a team gone, and you know, a team like a family. And now, like in the Boston gym, man, I I seem like I got another family in Sweat Boston gym, man, and they've been good, man. They've been helping me. Um, also, also, man, since I've been, they haven't been playing ball. My, my, my oldest son, my stepson, been helping me because I get a chance to see them, and also been out there coaching my little son in part one. So I've been having a good time. Uh, I don't miss football. I'm happy about how I feel about it. And man, I'm just enjoying life, though. I'm being real. Okay, Frank, and I know how much you love the team. And, and I could see how that could potentially fuck you up whenever you're potentially leaving the game. Uh, I think we're seeing the ceiling of your gym right now. <laughs> you're, you're see, is that a, is it a, are you down in a basement? Is there any windows in there? Or is that as grungy, hot as hell, South Florida? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like an attic. I'm going to show you, give you a look of it. Let's right. see it. Yeah, yeah. Is it in South Florida, obviously? And we call, we call it a dungeon, baby. Woo! Yeah. Hey, those, bag, those bags are getting their asses beat, Frank. Uh, absolutely. We up here. Then we go we downstairs. Still got the gym downstairs. Hey, Frank, you fighting, fighting in there? Hey, you fighting? We throwing, like, you actually making contact? And how's the sparring going? Is there, like, a fake spar? Um, nah, you know, hey, when you when, when it's time to go, it's time to go. And that's one thing, my coaches, man. And that's another thing. You know, me being, like, the guy, you know, playing ball now, man, I'm, like, the fucking at the bottom of the, of the gym now. So, <laughs> like, that's a tough thing, too. And, you know, they don't let up on me, man. 
Um, I've been going against this fucking Russian, man. Russian, oh my. <laughs> hey, Pat, this fuck is so strong, man. When I, if you come to the fight, man, I will show you in person because I can't show no. I'll show you in person over my phone. It's boring. You're going to be like, what the fuck? But, um, man, I've been enjoying it. It's tough. You know, I'm still learning. Um, you know me, I'm going to keep learning. I'm going to keep working my ass off till I get it. And, you know. We'll try to get this win December 18, man. Hell yeah. And by the way, I, I will definitely come to that fight to watch your day. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Frank. Hey, you come too, man. AJ, get your ass out of Ohio. Why don't you come right. to the fight, December AJ? December 18th. Let's do it, Pat. I'm, I'll ride with you. Okay, we'll fly. To, all right, perfect. So we're going to the fight. All right, here we go. Yeah. Hey, here we go. Hey, Frank, let's go get this win here, Frank. Um, can I talk to you about the team aspect of that? Because before we got a tour of your incredible dungeon that you're fighting in, you love the team. And you just you alluded to it there where you're a little bit scared of leaving the game because the team aspect, the team aspect. At what point did you know, like, football and the family, the team aspect was what you were going to be most focused on? Because not only were you a workhorse, you were a massive locker room guy. Like, everybody loved Frank Gore. Was that something you did on purpose, or was it natural? No, it was natural, man. And I think because the way when I, when I, when I got injured, when I took both of my knees, and God showed me that football wasn't promising, man. So it made me understand, like, when you hit the field, man, you got to go out there every day like it's your last because you never know, you know, when you'll be out, back out there. And I've been through that. So once I got to get back on my feet and, and got the chance to um, – the reason my childhood dream, that's the NFL, man. I always told myself I was going to take it one at a time and bust my ass for, for all my team, all my teammates to show them that. I don't care how good it is, how good you is, you know, as long as you work your behind off that, man, you're going to be even special. And that's how I took it, man. It was awesome. Hey, Frank, did you have anybody when you were young that kind of showed you the way or mentored you? Because not everybody that's a superstar like you kind of has that same attitude. I won't, I won't say I had a mentor, but, you know, I had, I had my mom, man, you know, who – no matter what, what she been through, and, you know, she always made a way for her kids to get food on the table and also put clothes on our back, man. And I know me coming up wasn't hard, growing up in a one-bedroom apartment with, like, 12 people. And she, man, she made a way to make us feel comfortable um, growing up as a kid. So it was kind of my mom showing me the way, like, no matter what you're going through, you can get through it. Hey, your mom's a badass. Hey, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Thank you, mama. Thank you, mama. The, um... Uh, whenever you think about the teams that you were on, in the locker rooms you were in, in the running back rooms you were in, like in at the U, that running back room at the U should still be talked about every single night. Who all came out of there? Whenever were you guys just competing every single day in practice? And what were those days like? And will the U ever get back to that, Frank? Oh. What the hell? Man, I, I think me going to UM at the time. That made me who I am too, man, because I, I had to bring it every day. That's why when San Fran dropped the bat, I didn't care who they brought in because I was ready for competition because I've been around it. I knew what it, I knew what I what it had to take to be to the, to be the man to be to the top, and I did that. So, uh, you know, being around Portis, being around McGahee, being around Nijay, Cardin Hill, Payton, you know, we had to compete every day. If you ain't bringing it every day, your ass not going to play. And so when I got to the NFL, I didn't give a fuck who was in my backfield. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk about that San Francisco team. I remember having good conversations with you on the plane about that locker room. You guys went on a hell of a run. Yeah, we had some gangsters, man. Justice Smith, Patrick Willis. We had Alder Smith. We had God Bless His Soul, Pat, um, P-Town. Um, we had fucking Deshaun Ghostin, me, Vernon Davis, Alex Smith, Captain. Man, we had some gangsters, man. And, and, and one thing I will say, you know, like – 
to be a good team, you got to be like a family. And it's like we was like a family, bro. Because at once, you know, all the guys, like the core guys, like me, Vernon, Patrick, like we was, when we first got there, we was the life for the NFL. And once we hit that, that peak to get, they be the best, be the best team in the league, man. We, like we, we, we enjoyed that time. And man, we did everything together. It was like a college. You know, NFL really, you don't really have every everybody going here mm -hmm. at one time. Man, everywhere, everywhere, every club we went to, we went as a group, bro. So that's why I think we're so good because we was more like family. It didn't matter if we was on offense or defense. If, if I felt like Pat was bullshitting, I can go to the defense like, hey, bro, man, get this shit going. If they feel like I'm bullshitting, Justin Smith come over there. Hey, Frank, what's up, man? What the fuck y'all doing? You know, we didn't get mad at each other because we, 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 we loved each other and we believed in each other and we knew what we had in us. So I think that's why we were so good at the time, man. That's awesome to hear. Camaraderie is the biggest X factor nobody fucking talks about. Go ahead, AJ. Hey, Frank, what was it like playing with Justin Smith? He's a guy that I, I hope gets the respect he deserves. But I, I'm from Ohio. He was drafted by the Bengals. That guy, to me, is like Superman, the strongest dude ever, I feel like, and just an absolute monster for a long time. He was a fucking dog, bro. <laughs> you know me, Pat. I don't, I don't like pussies, man. Yeah, that, <laughs> is, that is true. Yeah. Pat, I'm being real, Pat. That's why I, I, you know, I don't like interviews, but when they told me you wanted me to on, you know, I, you want the pussy, so I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> you know hey, I appreciate that, Frank. And by the way, whenever you told me one time, and I had... Honestly, I was blessed to have incredible conversations with you, Frank. Frank told me one time on a plane, he said, Hey, man. You would have been great in our locker room in San Fran. Oh, fuck you. That was one of the nicest things that anybody's ever said to me. I was like, hey, I appreciate that, Frank. Yeah, I you would have fit in You would have fit in well with us, boy. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, thank hey, you. Hey, hey. You were too tough to be in our locker room in the Indy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what did you think about your time there? That was interesting, wasn't uh, it? I, 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 thought, I thought we had, the, we had the, the, the skill guys, man. I just don't think we was built. The right way we was built outside in, and I think in football you got to bend, you got to build inside out. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why Andrew didn't play as long because man, he was getting killed, bro. And when you do, if I tell, like I tell people, man, if I had the, if I, if I had the old line in Indy that they got now, bro, I would have fifteen hundred every three years, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And, and, and I'm talking about 32 years old. I got that 32 years old. Remember that. Oh, Frank, you're an absolute stud. I remember you in, in a couple conversations just being like, Andrew Luck's a guy. Like, we got a fucking guy here. We got to go. We should go. And I wish we would one further for you and your career. We have like one or two more questions. Is that cool, Frank? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Ty. Frank, you said you've been, you know, training in boxing since like 2009 or but now this is the first time that you've really gone all in. Is like the actual training aspect of it is that more difficult than you anticipated? I mean, obviously you played in the NFL for so long and we're never really hurt and we're always ready to go. Like getting ready for boxing is that a lot different than like getting ready to play an NFL man, season? This shit hard as fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. I will never call a guy in this sport sorry, bro. Cuz me Dealing with what they have to go through, man. I'm not blind, Pat, man. This shit's hard, bro. <laughs> no, but and I'm also still learning. So, you know, when you're learning, it gets you even more tired. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, I, I'm enjoying it. I say I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to give my all. And uh, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised of the way I look um, December 18th. Have you watched the other athletes and celebrities that have done the, the boxing? And some look terribly unathletic. I, I assume you've been seeing film, watching film, and you won't go out there unless you're ready to handle business, right? One thing, you know me, Pat, I'm not going out there to make myself look like a fool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> man, you know, I know Darren going to come to fight, win, lose, or draw. I'm going to be something excited. 
and I'm a, and everybody gonna respect the way I look in the ring. I will say that. Um, but yeah, I, I watch a lot. I watch a couple guys. Um, but one thing I will, I did like how Chad looked in the ring. You know, um, you could tell the, you know, I've been around Chad in the gym, so he got he got skill set. Uh, he just kind of got tired towards the end because they gave him a short notice um, to get ready. Um, but yeah, um, I'll be ready December 18th. Hey, we appreciate you for joining us. Uh, continue to crush it. We can't wait to watch that fight live. Oh yeah. Let's go, Frank. Let's fucking get a win over the NBA. Get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. A man who is not officially retired could still end up being the number one rusher in the history of the NFL, only getting into better shape from the U, ladies and gentlemen. Hall of Famer, Frank Gore. Thank you, man. Thank you, Frank. All right, see you, dude. All right. That was cool, huh? Yeah, that was awesome. Hey, he great conversations with Frank Gore on the plane ride home, you know, after, like, losses. Something had happened in the game. And I was, uh, you know, I, I think that was the old school kind of playing mentality that I was, I don't want to say raised on, but mm-hmm. I, my first couple years in the NFL, the planes, those planes were like sacred. Like, hey, this is our only time. And I think it was a much older team. This is our only time probably all week where anybody thinks about stuff other than football, but we're actually just celebrating football. Like, that is, mm-hmm. that is it. And then as soon as we get home, there's families, there's responsibilities, there's next week, there's everything. But that plane ride was always sacred. So as I got older, you know, I tried to, like, those flights home, everybody's just sitting down, they got their damn headset on, their, their headphones on, nobody's talking to anybody. I'm like, what the fuck? So I would just start, like, kind of bouncing around a little bit. Frank was very similar to me. He was like, hey, these planes are supposed to be like, uh, hey, this is where a team almost comes together. You know, like, this is almost... A time me and frank got into a couple hour-long conversations a few times i'm like i fucking love this guy and i would make a tackle or something frank would be one of the first people like not thank god he didn't headbutt me but he would be like <laughs> right in there like i loved fucking frank dude he was awesome oh i mean i wouldn't be shocked if a team signs him honestly like if a team decides to pick him up at some point this year maybe if they have a few injuries i would i would sign him but did you ever when you were walking down the aisles trying to find somebody to chat with you ever like see just five or six dudes just fake sleep the second they see you pop yeah, up yeah can't sit here <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah a couple of those you know and then there'd be like maybe a cipher in the back you know i'd come oh i'm, I'm gonna go get in here it's normally like if a coach peeks his head through the curtain to look back where the players that's when the whole place oh everyone's out yeah i think there was a couple people that didn't necessarily enjoy my company whenever i was around him <laughs> Is this guy narcoleptic? Why is this guy? Is he always sleeping? Jesus Christ. No, those planes. Did you guys do that in Green Bay? I know you guys don't give tour to all, although Aaron definitely went and got a shot in his foot at halftime and was going to get one early there. Uh, were your plane rides anything special? No? When I came in, we were. it was a cool team to where, yeah, we had a bunch of the old vets that, like some, not a bunch, but a good chunk of the old vets that were awesome dudes and awesome players. And then we had a big, like, infusion of young players as well with mike mccarthy took over as new head coach but it kind of it, it was a good group to where we we blended well but yeah the, there's always the different sections like the linemen are always playing whatever their random card games are their little dice game and then everyone has their own little deal yeah always go right to the d-line uh they're playing the biggest game of whatever boo ray what you name the game they're the biggest one the d-line is manning it's normally in the middle section too and they have tables down and then there's lights on and then obviously there is a speaker or two and they're standing looking back some people are incredibly uncomfortable getting their that's what i wanted to say the most uncomfortable card game a guy standing up looking backwards like reaching over the top of someone else (laughs) sleeping to throw the card down and there's fucking like 10 grand on the line you're just showing your card basically (laughs) i mean 
Uh, can you not look? I mean, Jesus. I mean, it is. Great times. I don't think this happened much anymore, honestly. I think now it's like such a, uh, it's kind of like, hey, let's rest. Let's listen to some music. Let's go ahead and recover and do that whole thing. And I agree. Hey, science tells you that's really good to do. But I've seen some people drink two bottles of wine on one of those fights. <laughs> and by the way, they would go on to run for maybe or have 200 yards a week later. But I know science and bodies are different now than they were then. God damn. There was this bottle of tequila I saw get chugged. Oh. And that person <laughs> would go on to lose. Uh, fake money, obviously, <laughs> and very high in a game of dice on a rocky flight. So think about the dice game oh, on a rocky flight. I was watching it. It was being kept by IOUs on paper. It was awesome. You, know, you want in, Matt? No, 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 no. I'm just going to watch <laughs> this thing. There was a very expensive dice roll that I still to this day, if I was on the wrong end of that, I would have been like, we are not running. <laughs> there was a turbulence. Boom. Flips over onto another one. Hits celebration from the one person dismay from the other oh. and i that was asked to judge i left i went to the card game i said i am out of <laughs> here but those planes are sacred and frank gore was awesome he's gonna win that fight we gotta go i guess we have to go now yeah where is it tampa tampa Ooh. oh stay at your house stay at yes. house Wait, you guys still renting that place? Well, I mean, we were for like the first four months. I think when his live-in chef was there, fucking hey, yeah, we were uh-huh. paying for that whole thing, I think. Oh, was that the chef that tried to mm-hmm. vax card deal? Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was a quarters. There's a separate quarters for somebody to live that works oh, yeah. at the house, too. Like at that house that we were staying at down there in Tampa that AB got and we were paying for for two months, I think. So oh, yeah. I assume he was paying as well. She was just double dipping. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't Big know. Time. He may have been squatting on the property. Yeah, maybe. The pool was much cleaner than it whenever was. we were there. It was. Let's talk about some things, and obviously the Buccaneers are playing tonight. We'll have to dive into that probably in hour three. We have Sham Sharania joining us at some point in this particular hour, here in two minutes? Seven minutes. Seven minutes, okay, because the two and the five. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, could have been 25. 25. Uh-huh. Uh, That's on me. No, no, no. There's no way yeah. that I – there. Would you just, Could he just German to you? That's talking? what he did. Um, what do you want me to do? That's what he did. You I'm did the, that? Yes. That's awesome. Hey, by the way, welcome back, Nick. Hey, hey, hey welcome back, Nick. Holy shit, he's back. Can he, he just talk into your ear and say <laughs> seven? Uh, he could, but also hand signals. Yeah, every once in a while he gets bored, he starts screaming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got to do his entire thing. Third uh, we'll talk to Shams here in six minutes now, I believe. Uh, one pinky and five hands on the other one. Maybe <laughs> 15 minutes, who knows. But uh, let's talk about some things happening around the NFL. Uh, Green Bay Packers lose to the Minnesota Vikings last night. Savage had a pick, went into a commercial break. Our super boost went from winning, definitely, to, oh, shit, not again. The Vikings, though. Kirk Cousins making some plays. The defense flying around. Aaron's toe seems to be a large conversation we made a joke out of it aj you and i both and everybody on the internet made a joke out of him hurting his toe while being quarantined away did he stub it on the kitchen did he run into the bathroom and maybe kick the toilet Mm -hmm. what was going on to the with the toe this is a much larger part of the story your takeaway while watching an incredible division rival packers go into minnesota and lose to the vikings uh, definitely surprising that they lost that game, but I mean, the the savage pick. You thought it was like you thought it was over a couple different times, and I know there was a big uh, roughing the passer on Kirk that overturned another interception he threw, like stuff like that. But hey, he made the throws when he had to. Their receivers are legit, and Aaron's toe is definitely, I guess, more of a deal than I thought it would be. I had no idea it was this bad. What do you know? I don't know anything. That's mm, the, come on, so come dude, on, dude. You oh, know, I don't think For anybody real. knows. It, he said it's, it's more painful than turf toe. Like from what everyone tells me, turf toe is like one of the worst things you can have. He, he was going in to get a shot. 
just because everybody doesn't get tore at all, you guys still believe in like they wouldn't give him. They wouldn't give him tore at all at halftime though. If they're going to shoot him up at half, no, they would have given him some cane, some sort of like cane. Light cane well, probably. I, feel like I don't know if they do that. It's probably the same thing he got uh, that Bears game uh, a couple years ago on Monday night, where you know people thought he tore his ACL. He went in in half and came back out and played the rest. Yeah. Of that. I mean, so I, I assume that they're giving him something if he needs it. There had to be, right? and that shot into the foot would hurt so bad. Oh. Foot, big toe, yeah, oh. right in your toe, wouldn't it be? So it is his big toe. Is that what it is? Yeah, I would assume. It does, do oh. people hurt other toes and it bothers them like that? No, no, no. I'm on it. Listen, I know nothing. I've stoved my. If they, uh, if they said, uh-huh. "Oh my god!" Terrible. Walking around the house, I'm in this new house now. Your pinky toe. Walking around all of a sudden, and bang! Oh, nothing oh, worse. My God, you're so small. How can you hurt <laughs> so bad? Is that what he's going through? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a, a little change up? What if it was his pinky toe he's dealing with? Is it possible he cut his uh, toenails too short? Oh, that's sensitive. happened to me before. That and then the shoes. Yeah. yeah. How about maybe his toenails are too long? Oh, and they're taking into the be. shoe. Uh, you know what I mean? Might have dropped the last Aaron Rodgers book club book on his toe, too. Oh, 600 eight, fucking yeah, pages. 80 pounds. All right, let's, let's get to this week's book, he said. And he fucking flipped up at page one and a bang. Just bomb. Oh, my God. The Egyptian god thing. Graham Hancock, it's certainly possible. Seven, it was Bible thick that. He thought who was reading that? Who did he, did somebody read that? No way. I mean, There's no way anybody read I'll that. I mean, somebody. a lot of people have read that book, but. I'm saying I don't not know. in the last six days. Yeah, I tried. Oh, yeah. I didn't That's a tough one. I fell asleep multiple times, and then also I realized, well, this is going to take me eight years to read, so maybe I'll. <laughs> Are you worried about the Packers at all? They got a bye week next week. No, I'm not too worried. I, I, I think that didn't Aaron say this? He'll, he'll probably have a similar schedule like he did last week where he didn't practice a few days and practice on Friday, and then hopefully the, the bye can get him somewhat healthy, at least feeling decent. Yeah, the buy's coming at a good time, it looks like, for Aaron Rodgers. How about the rest of the team? Getting healthy? Are, are the Vikings a team? Are, are we worried about the Vikings? You you kind of took ricochet shots at Kirk Cousins throughout the entire yeah, – and he threw like no. six other picks and there was a bullshit rough in the pass. Or like, yep. You kind of just slided that in there. Do you believe the Vikings are a team or no? Uh, no, I wouldn't be too worried about the Vikings if I was in the oh, NFC North. Nice. I think they're good. I think their defense can be very good. Kirk can play very good, but I just don't see them putting a run together. Uh, me neither, especially with Aaron Rodgers in there. But if he's – if Dalvin this... Cook's a monster. Their wideouts are studs. Like, they have a lot of weapons there. Hmm. Okay. Where does yeah. it matter? Yeah. We get it. We get it. What does that mean? You know. you know. I'm saying they have very, very good players, but I don't see them as a team making a run at the Super Bowl. That's a very serious subject, by the way. We are moving on. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, no, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Packers play the Rams this week too, so not not another you know before they go into the bye, so oh, not no. just a little cupcake, Oof. you know. I don't remember the Rams stink right now. Or are they good? Well, they lost bye going week. into their bye. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so they're coming out of the bye week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they stunk going into the bye. Remember, teams that are on bye weeks, especially Monday, Tuesday, I forget they're even in the NFL. <laughs> yep. I, I, I'm I, with I, the same I, here. I completely forget they're even Thursday night game Tampa. I think right didn't they play Thursday? Niners night? ran it down our throat. Yeah. I, might as well not even play. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, God damn it! Like I forgot Tampa's last game because they're oh, playing. Oh, Tampa's last game. My yeah, bad. I thought yeah. you were talking about the Tampa's Rams. last game. I think was Thursday to a Monday here or whatever. Yeah, like that is a lot. They might as well not even be in the NFL. They right lost now. to the football team. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. That's a big game tonight, AJ. Your early indications, early leans here. By the way, I did, I did beat you on something. Oh, what was it? What was it? Well, the initial graphic that I was sent, you know, had you winning. 
And uh, I opened it and I said, ah, probably, I guess. And then I just moved along. It wasn't until I found out here that there was a recount. Uh-huh. I, I was the winner. I beat you. Obviously, dude. Yeah. Nine and five, you won eight and six. That's a shame. The well, how, how'd the recount work? Well, they had to actually do Dirty it. Dirty had the, yeah. um, the Titans and the Texans result mixed up. And also, um, we got the Ravens because we took it at five and a half. It ended at one. We both got it because we were on there. We would have taken the Ravens, I think, even with yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No with Are you sure you took the Texans? Huh? You yeah. took the Texans over the Titans? Yeah, dude. Yes. I, I picked the Texans, the Lions, and the Jets all in one fucking day. Mm-hmm. I've never in my life thought I would do that. I did it, and I won. And that's why sports gambling yeah. that's the NFL, baby. is a psychopath's game. Yes, it makes is. no sense. Uh, New York Post says that A.J. Hawk had joked about Aaron Rodgers hurting toe while smoking DMT with Joe Rogan. That is a headline in the photo they chose to use of you in this, your face. I don't know if that was the Ohio internet that got you, but the New York Post has set you up to look like one giant stooge. Anything to say in return about your little DMT joke now that the toe injury seems to be pretty significant? High-looking guy in the photo that goes along with the headline? Well, I do not care about the picture at all, but Aaron has not uh, he has not said this didn't happen, so I'm still going with that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there was no There was no pushback. No point. denial. He did not say that's stupid. I would never do that. How come how mm. come none of the other viable options that were pitched either on the internet or on this show were picked up other than the DMT Joe Rogan smoke toe session? I don't know. It's a good question. Selective that, journalism. Hey, the internet the internet went, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And we thought it was a joke. This is a real thing. This is one of the best teams in the NFL, the NFC. The guy, the reigning MVP, who's being you know, hampered by a toe injury, going into a bye week. AJ, AJ Aaron's tough, right? He's tough. Super, yeah, he's super tough. Is this the kind of thing, though? Like, I mean, turf toe, like, is a one week on the bye really going to do anything if this is more serious than that? Like, that's a ling- like a lingering injury that I feel like is going to stick with you for a while. You ever mess up your Flintstone toes or no? Uh, no, it's my like foot and different parts of my foot and ankle, but no, not my toes. Does, as, does COVID ever shut people's feet or toes down? Well, there, well, there was this uh, uh, fungi that potentially, you know, diabetes grows in your one toe, and yeah. then all of a sudden circulating and boom, boom. COVID toe, you're done. Bam, boom. COVID toe. They COVID say toe. the old golden toe is uh, very different than the COVID toe, uh-huh. but you're in the shit with both of them. That's you know right. what I mean, and that—that that is kind of what's the golden toe. Well, you know, you know, you know. come on, what it is, dude. wake up, man, don't. Yeah, you do. You probably have a shirt about it. But joining us now, what? Someone pees on their toes? Oh, come, on. Dude. come on, come uh, on. What's your deal? Let's go uh, to the All man right. joining us right now. Nine-year NFL vet, host of the Man to Man podcast, and every- no way he knows what golden toe is. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and everything DB, ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? AJ, I have no no clue what Golden Toe is. Thank you very much. I, I, would, I would love to be educated, though. No, I think it's when uh, somebody sticks a toe up somebody else's asshole. Boom. Why is that golden? Because you're digging for gold in there. Yeah, you know? come on. 
Okay, well, I mean, you know, more brown toe would be a lot easier. That would. Make I didn't sense. name it. What do you want yeah, from me? I, 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 I didn't fucking name this thing. I, I don't know why I am getting crucified for it. I'm just saying <laughs> that is something that happens, and we don't think that is the case for Aaron. But we don't know. Nope. We have no idea what it could be. Darius, did you ever have an injured toe or anything? That feels like that would be very annoying, like a muscle almost. Yeah, the toes are the worst, especially at this point in the season when it's cold outside. Um, I had a dislocated toe before, uh, but uh, no golden toe. Never got that before. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what I, just, I had. Jesus but, uh, Christ. This is unbelievable. AJ, <laughs> hey, fuck you. I don't know. So to be clear. Uh, okay. Um, let's, let's dive into some football here. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's the MVP. Uh, you agree with me. Five touchdowns yesterday. A week ago, we actually asked the question live. Uh, you brought it up, and then I echoed it very loudly. Quick. Why did we stop giving that guy the ball in the past? He has less touches than Derrick Henry. Still at this point, Derrick Henry played uh, uh, three less games than Jonathan Taylor. But he is eating. He is unbelievable. And it feels like the Colts have found their identity around that MVP, D-Butt. Yeah, I mean, it's been that case from the jump, man. Just keep giving him a damn ball. Obviously, he's uh, he's got a lot of tread on him because he did carry the ball a ton in college, so maybe it was a pitch count type of thing. And you don't want to give him too many carries too early. But, I mean, it's like he's hitting his stride, and he did the same thing at this point in the season last year. So uh, he's definitely in the MVP conversation. Absolutely. He jumped in there yesterday, but, uh, you know, I'm still with the guy out there in L.A. Oh, you're with Stafford. Okay. How do you think they're going to do it? Justin Herbert. Come on, Stafford's turning right back into the guy we saw in Detroit. No! Oh, he had a bye week! He had a bye week! Oh, he had a bye week! I picked him to cover last week, I remember. All right. Yeah, well, a new offense. Nobody's talking about it. Go ahead, AJ. I'm sorry, pal. Oh, look at this. Josh Allen, by the way, still up there, right behind Tom Brady. We'll learn a lot tonight. We'll get Darius's opinion on that as we go. Kyler Murray with what Colt McCoy's able to do he's got another Man. bye week he might be back like it's a brand new start of the season again Matthew Stafford's still up there Aaron obviously Dak Herbert's good odds though plus 1,000 if you ride with Darius go ahead AJ sorry oh D but what about the Chiefs are they back I know they didn't put up a ton of points but they did what they needed to offensively and their defense looked great against the Cowboys like what's their future look like I mean I think they're back we, we everybody jumped back on the train last week after they whooped up on the Raiders but I think uh People around the league have a lot more respect for the Cowboys right now than they do the Raiders, and they went in there won an ugly game. Uh, obviously, the Cowboys are down some guys, but Chiefs' uh, offense did what they had to do to get the win, but the defense, more importantly, they've been on point not only yesterday, but this last uh, month, they've kind of gotten it together after uh, the ugly start that they had. So Frank Clark showed up. Chris Jones, he's a beast back on the inside. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sneed is playing well. He should get paid. So um, this Chiefs is a scary team right now. You like the Chiefs going forward? And, and Patrick Mahomes said, I've been trying to tell people about this defense. What was it? They just started terribly? Is that what everybody has fresh in their mind? I mean, it was nothing to tell us about the defense. We, we saw it. Shit was terrible. I mean, they, they, they got it back on point. And they're playing better. Um that's that's pretty much what it is. They're playing better. It wasn't like we we. What happens, D? But what happens? Is it just chemistry? Is it a new scheme, new strategy? Why do some teams just able to kind of flip the switch, and other teams just stink forever? I mean, I think a big it's adjustments. Uh, Justin, I don't know what the reasoning was behind putting Chris Jones on the outside, but I know when he was up to get paid, watching him in that interior defensive lineman, he was one of the best forces in the game. So I'm sure that move has something to do with it. Um, really, guys just executing. Uh, that's really what it is. They move Sorensen out of the starting lineup, and he's still playing. But guys, it comes down to executing, tackling, getting off the field on third down, 
and, um, you know, closing out games. And that's what they've been doing. When they have an offense and a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, it's only a matter of time until they get hot and start putting up points again. So, um, it's a matter. They they made adjustments and they just playing better. That's all it is. Tough division. Raiders are dead. Let's talk about your MVP favorite. Last. Yeah, they're dead. Rich Bisaccia. Yeah. How's the, how the gobble huh? I met Jimmy Galante on Friday, by the way. How's the gobble How's the gobble I think I'm part of the family. Wow. Yeah, we're going to do the gobble together. That was a big time deal. He's yeah, thrashers behind you. Trashers. Hey, that's a good group of people to have, I think. Yeah, big time. Uh, hey, it was a good dinner, too. Good setup. Good oh, table. Ooh, the was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's talk about your MVP, uh, Justin Herbert. They looked bad there for a bit. They looked bad. We didn't know what was going to happen. Brandon Staley, first year as a head coach. He's super optimistic, super positive. His natural speak is coach speak. Justin Herbert, kind of quiet, but a stud. Now they seem, after a big win against the Steelers last night, Herbert had to answer when P- uh, Pittsburgh kind of stepped on it. Why do you like Herbert so much? And uh, that's a tough division. That's a very tough division to become MVP in, isn't it? Yeah, very tough division. If he wins it uh, over Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, he definitely deserves it. But a couple ebbs and flows during the season. Still a young team. Still a first-year head coach. Still a second-year quarterback. But um, when you need it the most, when you need to get it done, he got it done. And uh, if you look across the league, every other MVP candidate, you know, it's blemishes on, on, on their um, resume this year as well. So except for Jonathan Taylor. But uh, all the other quarterbacks, True. it's blemishes everywhere. So uh, Justin Herbert, if I had to buy a ticket right now, He's still the guy I would bet on for the rest of this year and going forward. And if you watch him, it's not even – I mean, if you watch the guy play football, it's, he, he does everything you want a quarterback to do. He can be athletic and move the pocket. He can run. He can make every throw. The only thing that's holding him back in any, in any uh, aspect is the play call. And I want to see him open it up more and throw it down the field more. But outside of that, man, it's, it's nothing not to like about this guy. Great weapons. Hey, speaking of quarterbacks, what about Baker Mayfield? I know he didn't speak to the media after oh, the game. He's, he's There's dead. all kind of oh, drama, I feel like, even though they won. What do you think is going to happen with the Browns? Like, What do they do with Baker? I mean, I, st- I still feel like they're kind of stuck with him because, uh, you know, how do you get a better option? Uh, you you got to take a chance in the draft. These guys just don't pop up for agency. They'll win too many games to pick high. So you're stuck with him. They got to make it work if you're Cleveland Browns. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't see him as a guy you're going to rally troops and win the Super Bowl with. Not right now, not in this offense. I know he's hurt right now, but I mean, you went to the wire with with, with TB12 out there in Detroit. I mean, that's that's, that's, that's not good, man. Come on, hey, man. A lot of questions about that quarterback in Detroit. <laughs> how how did he make Thanks it? Foxy. How did that guy make a team? I mean, him and Aaron are wrestling. Maybe that's where the toe injury came from. Oh, when great at Tim, Tim Boy. He had, what, one touchdown, 17 picks in one year in one place, and then 10 uh, 10 touchdowns, 75 picks in another place, and now he's starting in the NfL. How's that happen, Deepa? He's he's got to have somebody's news or something, man. It's about who you know. I mean, something. I don't know. When I saw – and Foxy put me on yesterday. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, how do you even get to that point? How do you make it past, like, one touchdown – eight interceptions, but uh, he found a way. He got out there, and he damn near beat Baker yesterday, so he's doing something right. 64 total yards or something like that. Let's let's talk about another another Foxy situation with you. Just like (laughs) me, I think you have similar feelings about this. When I, I don't follow college football enough, 
I apologize. I'm not doing any college stuff. So I, I, I have no idea what's going on in college football except for what I'm told in conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was told, Mel Tucker's getting 90-some million yeah. dollars. Mm-hmm. Michigan State's back. Top 10 matchup. Back. And, and then literally live on the air with Coach JB, I found out that it was a 19-and-a-half point spread. I thought Michigan State was favored by 19-and-a-half <laughs> over Ohio State because of all the shit that I had heard about Michigan State being back and then Oregon beating Ohio State early. I had not kept up with any of it. Turned out it was the other way. Oh, yeah. And it was nowhere near enough. You got slaughtered. Did you feel misled by Foxy just like I did, Darius? Hoodwink. Bamboozle. Let us stray. I mean, I, I, I saw the tweet earlier in the week, like you said, 10 years, 95 million. I'm like, God, you got to be doing something right. <laughs> you see the plus 19 and a half. Then I see Foxy put the, the fan duel line up there. Like, oh, this is way too many points. Oh, shit. Foxy know what the hell he's talking about. Let me go ahead. Don't, don't even say nothing. Just let me go put the bet in. And I mean, I turned it on halftime, and it was just forty-one slaughtered. Wow. Hey. I think it was forty-one zip at yeah, halftime. Forty-nine zip at halftime. I feel bamboozled by AJ because he's got the best team in college football, and he never talks about him. What do you get, oh, Pat? The IO. Listen to this shit. He texted me in the in the middle of the first quarter, and he said, uh, "Was uh, 19 and a half too much?" Or <laughs> just like such a casual, what an asshole. such a casual. <laughs> oh, I'm like, man, I don't, yeah. why don't you talk about Ohio State, AJ? You want to put pressure on? the boys you're the aj hawk how come i didn't know that they were the hottest team in football right now well now their quarterback is, is a heisman like front runner Davis. as well right now the dude is wow. it. i was talking to college football expert uh brandon walker of barstool sports last night and i asked him i said hey who's gonna win the fucking uh you know the gobble goal this year mm-hmm. and he said georgia he said georgia's defense is is going to be and then he had Ohio State too and then he said there is quite a gap there or whatever <laughs> that was a great conversation because I know nothing about it but I guess Georgia is a bunch of dog like actual yeah, was it Oregon at three I saw that line too I think they were underdogs like I was I mean I'm confused by the college shit man so what is it there's two wagons and then everybody else stinks yeah. well Cincinnati's probably what 1A 2A is that what we're saying? No! Not Cincinnati. Not, not Luke Fickle's team, Darius. Done. Can't keep them out. They're top four. You can't keep them out now. No, let them in the dance. Let what? Luke Fickle in. Now that Oregon lost, there's no way since he isn't in the college football playoff at the end of the year. Hey, how about UCLA, no, USC? You Did you guys watch that? Uh, yeah, my God. Jump over. College football stinks, by Stay the way. So <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh, hey, I, why is nobody at that game? I saw JB tweeted a picture of the stands. Because like, they, right they both stink. Because they stink. Because they stink. That quarterback, though, that touchdown run he had oh. was one of the most. I called one of. I think I called his first game. Yeah. yeah. UCLA versus Cincinnati DTR out of Vegas. He was uh, this guy's the guy. He's the guy. He was a freshman, I think. They lost to Cincinnati bad. He did not get going at all. He was young. It was nice to see, like, oh yeah, they were right. This dude is. He jumped over that motherfucker. He got oh, clean. Yeah. He got flagged for signing a hat that a fan gave him after a touchdown. Pretty sweet. Who flagged him? Land Clark. Land Clark. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a gangster celebration right His there. Son. Yeah, it is. Especially if you're in college and you know they're going to be pissed off about it. Yeah. And you just still do. I just jumped over a guy. Get off my fucking dick. I appreciate Sorry. it. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Debo. Hey, we were uh, talking. Real, real, quick, real quick, speaking of gangsters, hey, that, that Frank Gore interview, <laughs> that went exactly how I would expect a Frank Gore interview <laughs> yeah. to go. Damn, <laughs> I love Frank. Man. I'm looking at the clips. I'm, I'm waiting for his face to go. Shout out to Frank, man. <laughs> Shout out. 
Hey, he's gonna beat the shit out of D. Well, I think. I, I don't know. <laughs> yes, he is. I think. Yes. Yeah. I, I, like I uh, shout out to D. Will, by the way, getting in there. Frank Gore was like anybody that's in this. I got a, a lot of respect for. Which Frank Gore is always like going to be the you know like he's going to have appreciation and respect for people that go and do stuff. But boy, he's I've been doing this since like 2005, 2006 or whatever with half his face in there. I'm like, <laughs> man, this is not good news. No. That is a long time for Frank yeah. Gore to be. He said, I'm I'm gonna look good. People are going to respect how I look. In there. He's like, oh, this is gonna be better. I'm looking forward to it. Are you going? No, I'm not gonna go. It's in Tampa, right? Hey, we're going. We're going. Come on, Diva. Ah, damn. Diva. Come on. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Ah, Unbelievable. What for Frank? For Frank. I'm gonna gonna watch it. Damn sure gonna watch it. Uh, For Frank, yeah, for Frank. Frank. Go ahead, Connor. Debo, what do we think is going to happen with the Seahawks? Because obviously, you know, the season hasn't gone as they hoped. And now Pete Carroll saying he's done with these press conferences. Russell really not cooking anymore. What do you think is going to happen there? I mean, I think they go their separate ways. You saw where, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there was definitely some uh, smoke this offseason. That was after uh, 11, 12 win season. So um, after this one, however it ends, I think they end up going their separate ways. I know before the season, Russell was like, hey, me and Pete. We're on the same page. Never been better. Uh, but it's, I think it's going to get ugly, and it'll be a breakup there at the end of the season. Ty? D-Butt, uh, what about the Bills? Obviously, the the Colts look like they're coming you know, into form right now and are very good. But, like, are the Bills in trouble? Do they kind of stink, actually? <laughs> I mean, they, I don't want to call them front runners. But, uh, I mean, talent. It's just got to be more physical, man. I mean, it, it's kind of like a little a throwback league right now. Like, guys, the physical teams are kind of – uh, separate themselves in the trenches. You definitely don't see that with, with Buffalo. Um, obviously, Josh Allen is a super talented quarterback, but when he struggles, like, he struggles. And his defense, they came in top of the league, but um, this old line that Jonathan Taylor ran literally all over him. So um, they got some questions that got to be answered at this point in the season. No, I mean, but the AFC, the NFL right now is still wide open, so they got enough talent, enough guys out there to figure it out. How about that dart throw by Josh Allen, that no. touchdown? That was filthy. Uh, Diggs? Yes. That was bad. There's nothing you can do about that. That's one you come to the sideline, you look at coach, coach looks at you, and like, hey, yes. Yeah, nothing you're going to do about he that. You put one. that thing on a rope yeah. Yeah. right Ooh. over your shoulder. That's unbelievable. Go ahead, AJ. Sorry, Bob. Hey, what about Tom Brady and the Bucks? Uh, do you think they still have that same kind of magic they had last year to, to make a run? And how does the night go? Let's get right into it. That's a great uh, lead-in question there, AJ. I mean, I, you know, I'm not. I'm still still a team I'm not worried about. I can't be worried about uh, Brady, you know, around Thanksgiving. Like, I, I got I to bet on him to figure it out. Um, they, You know, Vita Vea is, is a huge piece for that defense. Him being healthy, I think, will, um, will be super important. But I think they'll be all right down the stretch. And since it is open... Um, that you don't want to leave the opportunity for a guy like Brady and the Bucks to get hot, and I think they will. I haven't won a game in four weeks, but I think they get rolling here late in the season. They get a win tonight, um, but they don't cover. What is it at ten and a half now? Ten and a half, eleven. It's been bouncing back and forth. Okay, yeah, I don't see them covering ten and a half. Okay, have you watched, they get a win though? Have you watched the film on them? What's the difference between uh, this year and last year during the playoff run post bye week? Uh, you know, even in the playoff run, they weren't really clicking all cylinders on offense, but their defense was playing, you know, super, super good. So, um, but I think the offense got, they figured it out. They got more efficient. Antonio Brown being in that lineup, I think will make a huge difference. Obviously, Mr. Gronk as well. But I think AB coming back will, will, will pay huge dividends for this offense. And Brady, he just, I don't know what it is right now. Uh, Washington, New Orleans, like these teams have kind of got after him early. Uh, he's been a little turnover prone, but I think, you know, I think, 12 still figured it out. I think they'll be all right. Hey. NBA, 
left, which they'll figure it out. When AB gets back in there, that's just what? Everybody has single now? Everybody has single, so that just changed the game completely. Is there is AB viewed as, you think, still one guy, two guy with Evans there and Godwin there? I think, I think by players, by players, by coach, anybody that's watching that film, you can still see the 81 if he's healthy. He's still wide receiver one on damn near any team. Uh, the issue is when you're playing the Bucks, you still got Mike Evans, who's another wide receiver one, another Hall of Fame caliber wide receiver who you have to kind of lean that safety over and protect whatever corners on him most weeks. Uh, so that's that's the that's the problem you got. And then you got Godwin, who and so it's a lot of uh, options yeah. that they have on the outside. And then they can run the game, be physical, they can run the ball and be physical. So uh, that's the problem that you face when they got a fully fully loaded clip. I haven't seen Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette much this year, have we? Have we? Uh, There's more Fournette. Like in Fournette. Yeah. yeah, just in spurts there. I, I wonder how they'll continue to adjust. You know, that's a lot of veteran brains down there. How will they get mm-hmm. it all back in sync? Because now is the time to go. We're talking to Darius Butler, nine-year NFL vet host of the Man to Man podcast. Go ahead, Diggs. Uh, D-Butt, there's a lot of defenses around the league dealing with injuries. Like, when you're a starter on the defense, you look around and you're like, do you look and just go, that fucking guy's not supposed to be on the field. Like, <laughs> how does the defense look at that? Are you talking about Pittsburgh right now? Just one of the few. One of the few, D-Butt. I mean, it's, it's next man up, and, it, and it's tough. I mean, I, it put up, I would say, a value effort last night. Missing Joe Hay, missing Minka, uh, missing TJ Watt, who would be in the defensive player of the year conversation. Uh, Cam Hayward played his ass off. Guys flew around. Uh, but it's tough, man, because it does become, you know, it's, a, it's obviously a talent gap between those type of players that I just named and whoever's going to be replacing them. Um, but they, they flew around, they, they play hard. But, I mean, it, it's tough when you're missing that much talent on one side of the ball. So, uh, shout out to Cam, though, man. He, he The way he's been playing all year and the way he played last night, it's unbelievable. I mean, I know he got away with a little, ha! How you doing? <laughs> there had to be Cam. something. I'm excited to hear his reasoning by it. He's he great. said he didn't mean to do it. He said he didn't mean to. He was weird. kind of caught underneath it. Still pissed about the Penguins, I think. Yeah, pissed about the Penguins being owned by the Fenway <laughs> Sports weird. Group. That he was not sense, happy. Actually. By the way. But he, he's not known as a dirty player, though, right? Oh, he's Hall of Famer. No, no, no. He, the, he, like, the conversation now about Cam is, hey, this guy is owed respect. This guy, like, Hall of Fame player is the conversation, oh, yeah. I think, about him. And everybody was talking about that 4-6 that Justin Herbert was running. And I was only watching the clips because I was calling a 10-hour Survivor Series last night. Mm-hmm. But I was So I only saw the clips, and everybody was talking up Justin Herbert. Oh, he can move. This guy, remember how fast and how and – I'm like, yeah. a 300-pound dude just fucking tackled him 50 yards down the field. Unbelievable player. I think, I think Pittsburgh will will certainly figure it out. What if Tampa Bay does it, though? Like, yeah, I, very I was very just thinking possible. about what you said there. So you got the Giants plus 11, plus 10.5 tonight on Monday Night Football. The Giants have looked terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. They are a bad football team. Are they not? They are. I mean, they played, they played uh, the Chiefs tough. They beat the Raiders. I mean, they, 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 can, they can show up and beat you. Daniel Jones can click, and he can run for damn near 100 yards on any night. So you got players like that. I don't know what's the status with Saquon being back in the lineup, but the Giants, they're going to go out there and play uh, and play hard. Well, we appreciate you. Oh, Cam, shit, have to ask you about Cam. Your thoughts? I loved it. I mean, he's, he's only a week and a half into Joe Brady's offense. I don't know how much more they're going to go. Are they setting themselves up for quite an interesting situation at the end of the season? They're in the NFC South, so you still got the big bad wolf, Tom Brady, and the boys in there. The Tepper, the owner, the richest guy in the NFL, wants to have success immediately, wants to win. They're paying Cam a, mo- a lot of money, I think, to kind of settle the differences of the past that potentially yeah. happened and get back on good graces. But what do you expect here, and what will the Panthers do in the end 
if there's a moderate amount of success, but not the amount that Tepper has been expecting since he's arrived? I mean, I said if, if Cam plays well, and he played very good last week, especially um, if you look at the circumstances of how long he's been there. I feel like he's played well. He's going to continue to bring energy to that stadium, to that team. If they go on a run here, you got to look at bringing them back on a short-term deal. Now, it's obviously still going to depend on what's going on with Deshaun and his issues. I still think that's the guy that you go after if you got the chance to, um, if you're Carolina. But outside of that, I mean, Cam, Cam looked like he's setting himself up for a good situation going into next year if he keep playing uh, the way he is right now. He, he got weapons around him. He looked good as a passer, made some some night. Like that throw up the reel to, to C-Mac for that touchdown. That was, that, was, yeah. that was a dime that you don't see from Cam often. So I'm excited about his future there. I think he's pumped to have Christian McCaffrey back as well. What a superstar. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to see what happens with the Panthers. Can't wait to see what happens tonight. Is Darius Butler going to be right or is he going to be wrong? Probably. I know. Uh, no, 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 no. Come We're on, riding. Come on, right? D-Bot. Man, it's been, it's been stressful these last few weeks. No, don't let it beat you down. Don't let it beat you down. Nothing makes sense in the gambling world, Darius. You're probably too smart to gamble. Nah, I'm going to just start flipping the coin. Well, that actually yeah. does happen. It, it works. 38-0-1 or something like that. Right. Detroit uh, currently riding on him. Yeah. Down. Uh, we can't thank you enough. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate so sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. Uh, we'll pivot away from the NFL real quick because there is a story happening in the association. Uh, the game's biggest star, the greatest of all time in this genre of basketball. Thank you. A man who plays a different sport than Michael Jordan played. Mm -hmm. And we all learned that as we were watching The Last Dance. We're like, oh, they're dribbling the ball over their heads. Also trailblazers. Let's assume that LeBron would be able to dribble it incredibly slowly <laughs> and How take advantage of all the unathletic, uncoordinated be the cry baby power body whites <laughs> yeah. that are underneath there. Uh -huh. yeah. Let's assume LeBron would, Now also, I think Jordan would have been able to adapt to today's game. Mm -hmm. So whenever you get into a who's better argument, you're talking about two different sports. And that happens... Two different people, too. Every... Well, yeah, that's, that's why you would have a who's better. It's not like they're a split personality, same person, but the every day they have that conversation. Oh, yeah. It's two different sports. You can't compare. To go in the they would both be successful in each other's areas. Let's just respect greatness until they punch somebody in the face. Ooh. Joining us now, senior insider for the stadium and writer for The Athletic, ladies and gentlemen, Sham Sharanya. Yes! Yeah, no! Different oh, look. Wow. Cool. Hello, fellas. Oh, 
on with a jacket. This is little winter shams here. I like what we're man, doing. Man, casual Mondays, you know, on, on only on the only on the McAfee show. All right. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining us. Basketball is happening, so anytime that happens, we have to bring you in to learn what's going on. LeBron, AJ, keep it together. LeBron punched a guy right in the face. So much so he's <laughs> bleeding profusely. Something switches in his brain where he. Says, I'm cool, I'm cool. Goes back to fight. Almost gets dropped by DeAndre Jordan. Causes a massive scene with the game's biggest star. Brody was ready to go. What is going to be the fallout, Shams? And how does everybody feel about Isaiah? Isaiah? So I saw AD say, get the fuck out of here. I saw Gilbert <laughs> Arena say, hey, pal, get the fuck out of here. Is that whatever is going to happen from this? Or what do you see happening here? So the league will review this today. I'm told the investigative interviews haven't taken place yet, but it will happen over the course of the day. And I would expect something either tonight or tomorrow as far as the ruling. But let's go back to the play. And clearly it looked like LeBron's arm or whatever was in a grip a little bit by Isaiah Stewart. And when you saw him flow back, it looked like he was trying to get out from under Isaiah Stewart's arm. And obviously he did strike him around the face. And that area right here above, above his basically his eyebrow, obviously a very sensitive area, very easy to get cut. So that's what happened. He was gashing with blood. But you could tell right after the play happened, it looked inadvertent. And I'm told LeBron James has made clear to, to you know, whether it was on the court or post game that that was an inadvertent hit to Isaiah Stewart, that he didn't mean to do that. It was not intentional. But as soon as it happened, you could see him kind of say, you know, listen, I'm sorry, man. And he, he pointed down, he looked out. But once Isaiah Stewart got up, I don't know if he could taste the blood from, oh, his, from his face or what. But as soon as he got up, you know, we saw what happened. He was charging LeBron multiple times. And the one thing about this, it was a great spectacle, if you want to call it that. But there weren't any really punches, uh, any real significant contact, substantial contact being made after the fact. So it was definitely a lot of pushing and shoving, a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of moving around by guys. But really, there wasn't much to it substantially. So... And I'm told LeBron James did try, try to track down Isaiah Stewart's number post game oh. to apologize to Stewart again and let him know that it was an inadvertent hit to his face. And so the league is going to have to review it. But one thing to keep in mind, Pat, LeBron James doesn't have a history of this. He, he's not a, you know, this is not something that's common with him. He, this would be a first time offense for him. So. I think you would have to factor that in for any type of league discipline. And I know AJ has a lot of NBA questions, and I apologize for jumping in here. I think that is his second time being ejected ever in his entire career? Ever ever ejected in a game. And so he's, he hasn't been suspended ever. So well, that's because of the refs, yeah, yeah, refs, obviously. Uh, the, uh, for, go ahead. Yeah, so 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 no. For, so I think you've got to keep that into in account, whether you – want to levy a suspension or a fine you saw what happened a couple weeks ago with Nikola Jokic and Markeith Morris that was intent to hurt Markeith Morris that was an intent from behind to to hurt Markeith Morris or to push him down or whatever there wasn't if you want to take LeBron James word for it if you want to even look at the play there wasn't really an intent here it looked inadvertent it was a hell of a shot though and uh, let's let's move around the NBA a little bit LeBron's stealing the headlines because he's LeBron he punched a guy in the mouth or in the eye I'm so sorry I mean I'll be excited to see how uh, your commissioner over there in the NBA Adam Silver Adam Silver handles this this was almost a malice at the palace situation I mean that's the anniversary was just three days ago I mean what the hell's going on in Detroit Detroit, chaos, obviously. Mm -hmm. Always Detroit. Let's move around the NBA a little bit, though, here. Uh, ben Simmons, is he playing basketball again? Or what? can he shoot the ball yet? What is going on with Ben Simmons? 
Not anytime soon. And I, you know, I've done a couple anytime reports soon. over the last Jesus. couple of weeks, guys, but th- there's really no, uh, no signs that Ben Simmons is anywhere closer to getting back on the court than he was several months ago. He, in his mind, believes that he needs to take time to, to better his mental health. And for Philadelphia's perspective, it's, listen, man, you got to show proof that you're not able to play on the court. And if you don't, we're expecting you to be on the court. So there's a clear philo- philosophical difference of opinions on where the situation stands. So until they find some common ground, listen, it's not good for either side that this is what's happening. Ben Simmons is 25 in the prime of his career. Oh. I think we all want to see him back on the floor, not sitting on the sidelines, not participating in, in, in workouts that aren't anything to do with the Philadelphia 76ers. People want him back on the floor. It's just right now there's no signs of him being back on the court. And I'm told Philadelphia hasn't really even been ramping up trade conversations around him. I think around the league, as far as trade convos go, there aren't much uh, conversations going on. So wow. last week the Sixers did find Ben Simmons for not showing up and playing and traveling on their six-game road trip. They have a couple games left on that trip. They were expecting Ben Simmons to be there. He wasn't there. So this it's really a standoff, Pat, that is con- going to continue, I think, for the foreseeable future until Ben Simmons is traded because I don't see a way that Ben Simmons steps foot back on that floor in Philadelphia. Wow. Dramatic. Shams, Shams is, uh, is Golden State back? Especially I know Clay Thompson will be back eventually. The way Steph is playing, everything that's going on there, are they going to win it all? They're, they're back. I mean, you got to look at this team, 1 through 15, really. They're so deep. Gary Payton the second, they keep him as a 15th roster spot. And I don't know how much you guys have seen. He's been dunking everything in sight. He's been a pleasure to watch. And this team, they might be deeper than they ever have been. And it's crazy to say that because there, that was a team, there was a team with Kevin Durant multiple years. There was that 14-15 uh, team that was really special. 15-16 team that was obviously iconic, winning 73 games. But as far as depth, they're so deep in Golden State right now. And Klay Thompson, I, I reported yesterday, he has been fully cleared to do anything on the basketball court. Medically, he is cleared. Let's go! Yeah! Yeah! Let's go! Medically, medically, Clay Thompson can do anything on the floor. He's been scrimmaging five on five last week, this week. For the next several weeks, I think he's going to continue to scrimmage, continue to ramp up for a return somewhere, Pat, in that December, uh, that Christmas range. And I don't know if it'll be before Christmas so he can play on Christmas Day or after Christmas or in closer to New Year's. But the fact that he's ramping up, I would look at this next month as his training camp. This is really going to be the time period where he's going to be getting back on that floor, doing a lot of practicing, doing a lot of scrimmaging, and, and doing a lot of the five-on-five drills that he has to get back in basketball shape because that is right now the only thing that's holding Clay Thompson back, making sure that he's not huffing and puffing when he does get back on that floor. Can he still shoot or what? I mean, listen, he's Clay Thompson. I'm sure he, he he's going to be dialed in whenever he gets back on the floor. Because Steph is back to doing that bullshit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Steph's back on his bullshit. You know, back when the Nurse Curries were something. That's uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. Back when the Stephon Curry ones were coming out yeah, and right. he was getting laughed out of Under Armour stores, he was pulling up from everywhere, and it seemed like he was shooting at a bigger hoop. Now he's going to have a little bit more open court. He's not going to have to do as much insane shit because his Splash Bro is going to be back, Shams. I mean, Clay Thompson is going to be back here the next month, month and a half. What if so they stink back, after he comes oh, back? Oh, no. It's been, what, like no. 500 days or something? How long has it Listen, been? Listen, even a Clay Thompson at 70, 80% is better than most two guards in the league. Oh, yeah, I Jordan agree. Poole is great. Last night, I think he had 33 points, career high, eight or nine threes. You move him to the six man role, Clay Thompson starts. I'm sure he'll come back on a minute's limit. And they're not going to rush him back. And so once he's back, this team is going to be deeper than ever. I think they're, they're a real threat. 15-2 and two in the Western Conference right now. One of the best teams in the league, if not the best team going right now. 
you you add Clay Thompson and James Wiseman eventually. Oh, Wiseman, he, uh, young, yeah, young, young, young player, yeah, number yeah. two pick. Yeah, young he star. Fought, of course, out of Memphis. That's right. Yeah, Hardaway. of course. Yeah, Penny. Yeah. Come on, dude. What are you talking yeah. about? T I G E R S. Tiger. Tiger. I did that with Penny College Game Day. Fucking learn basketball, yeah. dude. I knew Wiseman was going to be a guy whenever he was <laughs> yeah, standing yeah. right there. That's right. Uh, walking on uh, uh, Beale Street. Beale Street right Huge. there. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Tom. Chobs, what the hell happened with Staples? I thought it was a lifetime deal. Do I have to call it Crypto.com Center in Los Angeles? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Crypto.com Arena, baby. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, listen. What's crazy what? is is they had a lifetime deal with Staples. They signed a lifetime deal with Staples about 10, 12 years ago. And so quietly AEG, which owns the Lakers, which has part ownership, I, I believe in the Lakers, AG Entertainment, they got out of that deal and they end up doing this crypto.com deal. I, I mean, this is a very lucrative deal. I'm told somewhere in the $600, $700 million range. That, that's big money for that arena. It is Sheesh. the it's the most richest naming rights deal of a U.S. venue to date. Well, it's the Staples Center. I mean, that's yeah. it. I mean, it's <laughs> exactly. an iconic place. Crypto.com right. Arena. Pat. Why don't they call it the Crypto.com Staples Arena? There we go. Oh, perfect. That's that's a, I mean, that would make sense. Well, the Sears Tire is now Willis Sears. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Willis. There's money that gets involved in everything. Last question here, speaking of money, and the boys might have some of that follow basketball a lot closely, and we're talking to Sean Sharani, a legend inside. Atta boy, Sean. Atta boy, Sean. Woo. Kyrie Irving, I performed in a Barclays Center last night. I put on, on on the floor. I put on a show. Is Kyrie going to do that ever? Is that going to happen with Kyrie or how, oh, what's man. going on in that? That and is Kevin Durant pissed or what? Has that gone any different way than it was a few weeks ago? First of all, Pat McAfee performing at Barclays before Kyrie does. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Honestly, I think that's a pretty bad thing. I, it wasn't my best night. I, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't triple double double double. I put up a couple good shots. Mm-hmm. I, put up a couple good I shots. mean, there, there's 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 no change on this situation. Kyrie Irving, there's there's no signs that he's going to get the vaccine. So unless that mandates, and and there's going to be a new mayor coming in there, Eric Adams. He comes in there in January, and he said already, we're not dropping this COVID nineteen mandate, and. The rates are increasing in New York City and across the country, so there's not really a reason for them to to lift to, to drop the mandate. They have to keep it keep it going. So unless they drop that mandate, Kyrie Irving right now is not playing. So I think it's going to continue to ratchet up. Brooklyn's going to have to make a decision. Are we going to keep? Isn't there a new mayor uh, coming in though? That could change it. That's what he just said, AJ. Geez. Listen, Wait, they they have a mandate, Jesus. AJ. Wait, you no, AJ, you basketball. The new mayor has said he wants Kyrie Irving back on the floor. So if you read some of his comments, it's clear that he is a Nets fan. He said he's a Nets fan. So listen, could he, right now he's saying that he's not going to drop the mandate, but, you know, we'll see what happens once he takes office. I think there is still some thought that he could change course and drop the mandate. But if these rates keep rising the rate at the level that they are, I, I don't see what reason he'd have to drop the mandate just for Kyrie Irving. I don't know much about politics, but I think if his first order was to make it a special situation for Kyrie, that'd be good. Right? Yeah. That'd be good. For, that'd be great for political mm-hmm. power. I, I, yeah, I don't know about that one. I think honestly, he, I, I don't think he can do that in his first month. Oh, I thought, yeah. I thought in Brooklyn that would yeah. be the move. Now, yeah. Don't worry about. It. Don't get the vaccine. We want Kyrie to play. Yeah, play my Kyrie. first move is mayor. Huh? He definitely win the boroughs. There's no question. He he'd win that borough, of Brooklyn for you know sure. But well, I'm just saying, like the rest of the audience, he'd the, be getting killed. That thing would be yodely yodely. Yeah. Yeah. political. I mean, yeah. you win the boroughs, you win the city. Oh, imagine that first night where Kyrie. Oh, oh man. And the mayor 
Bears going to be like, this is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saved Nets basketball. That's How about right. that? With the power of the pen, which pissed every human off on earth. Huh? It was great. Go ahead. It's politics, baby. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Shams, uh, can we get a Zion update? We did see oh, that no. there was a new type of nutritionist, <laughs> possibly some new meals that they're serving down there for him. What's the deal? Will we ever see him play basketball again? How dare you? I mean, he, he's on track. He's on track to return this season. Now, when could that be? Is that closer to Christmas? Is that after? But it is positive news. He's able oh, to do full season. contact. I'm told there will be an update in the next week that could clear him to play five-on-five basketball, which for them, that's the next step. Like Clay Thompson, he has to get in shape. He has to get his basketball conditioning back. That's a big... But once he gets back He's in five-on-five, five, that'll that'll start the movement for him getting back on the court. But Who? right now, the Pelicans expect him to be back on the court. So who's clearing him? Just some cardio doctors? Like, uh, we can't let him back on the court. He might die in the shape that he's in. Is it a medical thing? Is it a what is it? It's... No, it's his foot. His foot's not healed yet. So if it's from foot that Nike healed, shoe in uh, Duke, uh-huh. yeah. is it? Is that what it's? No, he he fractured his foot. Uh, I believe sometime oh, in July, August. So he still hasn't recovered from that pounds. at least fully. He's trying to do some running. He's trying to do some movement. And again, he has to get in basketball shape. For sure. So that's going to take place over this next month, month and a half. I want to let Zion know that we all believe in you, dude. We yeah. do. We got faith. Hey, you. You've been his biggest fan, Pat. Hey, so. take yeah. it easy Listen, on Thanksgiving. You, you've been on the uh, you haven't, though. I've been his biggest fan. I'm a huge fan. You are scum. You want to see him play? I want to see the guy play. season is tough you for can't have What do you want? You can't have an entire apple pie on Thursday. That's all we're saying. Don't need to make a six pass through. He's not. He's fucking professional. This is unbelievable. I'm sorry about the unprofessionalism of the toxic table over here. Great question. Happily going up. They can't wait to see Zion dunking from the foul line. Hell yeah. Again. Chuckle, Jumping off a trampoline. All right. Sean, thank you, man. We appreciate you. Any breaking news coming out today? What do you got the rest of the day? Thank you. I've got nothing yet, but I'll keep you guys posted as always. Oh, that's why you're so casual. Casual Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. No news. No news to break. That's unbelievable. <laughs> what could come? Ben Simmons get fined again? Is that what? What is the watch in the Shams world right now? No, I mean we got to see what happens with the league and, oh, and LeBron. LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart. What penalty will be? Guys, LeBron James plays his first game at the Garden since everything, since fans are back allowed. No, like, Adam no. Silver ain't going to let Isaiah Stewart. There's no way LeBron's going to suspend. suspend LeBron James for his first game back at the Garden with, with full fans since the pandemic started. I mean, they might. They might, but. No. What you're saying is they, they won't. Game. It sure yeah, sounds no like. They, I'm they, not saying that. I'm saying need it's, it's a, it, would be tough for, it would be tough for everyone. It would be tough for LeBron be tough for the fans to not see LeBron James play yeah, in his first game at the Garden. He loves he loves playing at the Garden, huh? Oh, yeah. He loves, loves, the garden. loves, loves the garden. Big game, TNT game. Oh, and they'll spit on him too while he's yeah. playing. Uh-huh. That place gets rowdy, electrifying. Mm-hmm. You know? Just like you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, senior insider at Stadium and Athletic. Did I get everything right there? Yeah? You got everything. You got everything. Hey, and you got everything we need for the association, ladies and gentlemen. Sean Sharon. All right, that's the show. Thank you guys so much for listening, watching, using hashtag PMS Overreaction Monday. We can't thank you guys enough. We know there's a lot of shit out there that you could be watching or listening to, and the fact that you guys continually spend your time with us, we are eternally grateful. We'll see you tomorrow for Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Have a good one. Cheers.
Oh, 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 oh,